So I've taken up a good cause and I've been giving my money to charity lately. I'll briefly pause so you guys can go ahead and clap for that. All right, that seems like enough time. By the way, charity is the name of a stripper I visit frequently at a strip club, but the money is going to a good cause, which is her tuition. It's been going on for about eight years now, but I have faith that one day she will obtain that two years associate's degree. But enough about charity. Let's start the show, people. You're listening to Almost First. Make sure you tell your friends and be the first to listen to Almost First. No matter what time it is, I hope you're having a good one. So sit on down and stick around and listen to the sweet sounds of almost first. First, first, almost first. No need for a verse because it's almost first. Mic check, one, two, almost first. That's right, that's right, almost first. Brought to you by CDK Productions. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. No matter what time it is, I hope you're having a good one. I am your host, Chaz Kibler, and you're listening to the 25th episode of Almost First. This is a monthly podcast, so I've officially been doing this for two years. And I got a very special guest. He's been on the show before. You may know him. He works for me, Magazine. He has a familiar voice. You'll hear it when I know, you'll know what I'm talking about. He goes by the name of Wade Savage. Wade, how you been, man? You haven't been on the show in a while. Did you get kidnapped? Man, man, it's been a minute. No, I didn't I didn't get kidnapped. I don't allow myself for, uh, to put myself in those situations. A lot of shit happened, dude. You got married. I got Tanner. I also lost maybe 15 to 20 pounds. That's neither here or there. That's due to sickness. I'm rocking the Ming tea. A lot of shit has happened, dude. Movies have fucking came out that we need to get on and talk about and jump on and shred this motherfucker apart. Sun's out. Guns out, right? Sun's out. Guns out. I'm, hey, man, I'm still pasty, but I'm working on it. Let's jump right into it. We're going to start off with James Bond. He's been out for a while, but Daniel Craig is stirring up some shit. Bond 25 is nowhere near close close to filming as Daniel Craig is making things impossible. So I, I've done my research. Daniel Craig has on the record saying that he does not want to play this character anymore. He doesn't find this character interesting and he would rather slit his throat rather or wrist rather than play this character again. He said this in an interview, but the checks are coming in and he likes to check. So he continues to do this. Why is Daniel Craig being such an asshole about this? I think he's just burnt out, man. You do something for so long, eventually you just get, I don't know, tired, you get complacent, you want to work on other projects. I think that it's like anything that you work on for years, it takes a lot of work. Like you can, a lot of, like even with TV shows, you have like four or five seasons or something. That's a long time. Game of Thrones lasted eight seasons. Friends lasted 10 seasons. Uh, the Walking Dead is it, still one. When you go so long, you can only, you run out of creativity. He's Maybe he's mad at the script. Maybe he's just mad that he's getting too old to play this shit. Or it could be the fact that he just wants to move on with other projects and he just doesn't have the time. Do you personally find the character of James Bond born? I think it is, as, as of 2019, I think it's because he's been, James Bond, the character, has been on for so long that I think it's it's getting kind of tired. And you sometimes need to learn when to hang something up. I mean, I love James Bond. I don't know about you. I, I He's just okay, a part of it. He's just a part of American culture as he is the British culture. And he's been a part of, I mean, all the movies since I was born. I mean, when I was a, a kid, it was, you know, Pierce Brosnan was the one I remember the most, but in Daniel Craig. But what point, when do you say, hey, all right, enough's enough? See, the thing is, I kind of get where Daniel Craig is coming from, 
because when you look at James Bond, he's pretty much one note. He's always calm, cool, and collected. And you never really see any emotion from this character. And as an actor, it's pretty easy to be a, a cool, collected guy all the damn time. It doesn't require much acting skill. And I think that's why Daniel Craig is just tired of the character. And maybe they need to revamp it, the character a little bit. I don't know. Um, add a little more comedy? I, I don't know. They, they should um, do something different with Bond. I don't know. Maybe that's why Daniel Craig wants some di- something different. The spy comedy has been done a lot. I think you don't mess. If it's not broke, you don't fix it. But again, I think you just need to retire it because it's too. it's been going on for too long. And I think Daniel Craig, has, to, in my opinion, he's never really been cut out for that role. When he got the role, he was too old as it is. I don't care about the hair color or the build. He just didn't have charisma, and that, that cool, sly charisma that Pierce had, that Roger Moore had, and so on and so forth. You're looking for a guy who has to have to steal the show. Yeah, and it doesn't take a whole lot of creativity to play James Bond. You just put on a goddamn tuxedo, and you fucking shoot guns and you you bang the bad girls, you know. That's it. That's pretty much it. There's not a whole lot of not a whole lot of substance to it, but you have to find a guy that makes it cool again. And Daniel Craig is getting too old to be. You either gotta you gotta you gotta age it up. You maybe you what we talked about in past episodes, man, woman, uh, uh, black man, uh, Asian man. Maybe we diversified a little bit. Hey, he's a he's a he's a candidate. He's my candidate. I would have him in. I always felt like he does he did something different with this character because he was a little more serious. The character was a lot more grittier compared to the other James Bonds. They were a lot more campier, and I think he kind of yeah. brought something different to the role. So I think he had that going for him. But at the end of the day, he just got tired of paying this character, and he doesn't find the character interesting. You want to move on. You want to move on. I think James Bonds is just one of those. Also, it's outdated because you look at the climate we're in and what's James Bond, a womanizer, right? Or we're yeah. in the, the era of the Me Too movement and we're trying to preach that women need to be respected in all, in, in all due respect they do. This, he's an outdated character that is, uh, I think it was, it's past his time. Yeah. I think it's time for somebody else to do it. Hopefully, Idris Elba takes the role. I hope so. Maybe it'd be some. It'd be something different that I think we all need in the James Bond world. But we'll put an edge to it for sure. All right, we blew through that James Bond topic pretty quick. But speaking of quick, let's talk about that Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Whoa, man! First thing I want to talk about is the the musical choice. When you think of Coolio in Gangsta's Paradise. Sonic the Hedgehog does not come to mind. What, what, what were they thinking with that music? No. Choice? I think of Michelle Pfeiffer dressed in all leather, sitting next to Coolio, banging the head bobbing, you know, <laughs> you know, with the cool, with the uh, with the big bald headed uh, fat dude singing to her. That's what I think. I don't think of Sonic the Hedgehog, the loved '90s video game character. It, it <laughs> that does whole not trailer fit. Was hot. It was hot mess. It was a hot mess, but. Yo, you know, dude, I, I'm like I said in this past episode, I'm a realist. I don't think we needed a petition to fucking change it. And but the thing is, the petition worked. And the, the, like a bitch ass, the fucking writers pulled the trailer and was like, okay, we'll redo it. We'll redo it. Oh, man, that's some bitch ass shit, dude. If you made it, be proud of what you made and push it out and then deal with the repercussions later. And then part two, maybe you'll be better. I'm just sitting here imagining what the visual effect artists were going through as they were getting all this backlash. Like, did someone get fired? <laughs> like, like these are people's jobs we're talking about. But 
we have to be honest they did a yeah. shitty job that looks nothing like sonic and those teeth has given me nightmares i, I can't unsee Man, sonic's teeth that looks like meth teeth. mouth you know <laughs> yeah it looks like like you could just throw a steak in that motherfucker and get shredded up like it was bad like a meat grinder and i was like but the thing is man these these guys you know i don't i don't know how hard it is to be a video like an editor or even a script writer or anything but what i do know is if that is so blatantly obvious what is there and how could you look at them and be like yeah man let's fucking dad nobody will notice that bro his mouth looked like a fucking bag of what the fuck you know <laughs> Not only that, but Sonic is a beloved character. So, you know, people who love these type of characters are going to be passionate about it. And for these visual right. effect artists to just phone it in visually with the character of Sonic is sickening. So they kind of deserve the right. backlash that they get. And kudos to the I actually mm-hmm. applaud the director for listening to the fans because this never happens. So they're changing no. the game a little bit. But personally, I don't think this movie is going to be good. And it's probably going to cost the studio tons of money to push the movie back three months to work on Sonic. So at the end of the yeah. day, I don't think it's worth it. But I'm I applaud the director for actually listening to the fans. It, you you got to give some some kudos to the to the guy listening, the director listening to the fans. But at the end of the day, when you made those final decisions, I know if I was a director and people were like, "Boo, we don't like it. Tough shit. This is what's going out." You know, and then look, and I appreciate your guys' opinion, but this is how this is how I feel that Sonic should look, and I'm okay with it. We're gonna push it out. We can fix it in part two or not. That's the th- beauty about being a director, you make the final decisions, and when the final product is pushed through, I mean, there's some writers that maybe should have listened to fans, but giving in to a petition. Listen, uh, at the end, uh, man, most shows and movies do not give a fuck about our opinion, but kudos to those guys for actually finally caring. But it is an easy fix. All you did was, okay, he's an animated character. It's not like it was uh, Jamie Lannister missing his hair or something, you know. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, or half his face is messed up or something. It's kind of like, you know, you can fuck up bad writing and you can't fix that. That's fucked up. Bad yeah. writing is bad writing. It's in model and dialogue and whatever. But when you're an animated character, I guess you can fix it. But, man, I honestly would stick to your guns, dude. If you push it out. Don't don't bitch out and give into petitions. I'm sorry, but do it later. Maybe maybe do it in the sequel. I guess if the movie is good, the visual effects wouldn't matter as much to you. Is what you're trying to say? Yeah, but you know what the thing is, it's a kids animated movie about a video game character, a, a digital video game character or a hedgehog. So I don't, I can't imagine it being that overwhelmingly good as far as plot, yeah, it looks script, like a pile of shit. dialogue. It's a kids movie. Like, what do you fucking want? Did you play Sonic back in the 90s? Fuck yeah, dude. I owned it. I owned it like every other 90s kid thought they did. Got a favorite I probably Sonic wasn't game? even all that good, but I thought I was good. That's all that matters. Favorite Sonic game? Favorite Sonic game was the first one. It, it was just the original in a uh, second. I, I like the second one because that's when the spin dash was actually introduced. You couldn't even uh, spin dash in the first one. Plus you got I did like Sonic. I did like Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, Sonic and Knuckles was pretty cool. And they had some dope music yeah. too. Yeah, they the the techno the techno themed ecstasy music was pretty cool. But you know, it was very very nineties. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably why they went with the Coolio song because nineties <laughs> Sonic's a nineties character. They could have <laughs> what's it. that shit? What's that Skrillex kind of music? They could have gone with that. They could have gone with they, the music from the game. It would have been fine. I guess they didn't want to. Yeah, be they could have gone with it. 
or maybe like an updated version of like the music using Skrillex, a dubstep. Like you can just use dubstep. Something. You know what I mean? That'd have been okay. Because like even the music back then, you look at techno and you're like, ugh, it's hard to listen to now. But then they you, they introduced dubstep, and that's even worse. Whoever made this trailer is probably just a huge fan of hip hop from the '90s, and it was like, yeah, why not? Well, well why the song from Dangerous Minds? You know, <laughs> like why that fucking song? Why you got you like? You might as well just put Sonic in fucking braids. You know what I mean? Just put him in braids. Why not? He has the hair for it. Uh, Knuckles is singing the hook. You know what I mean? Like, let's just do that. <laughs> Knuckles does look like a rapper. He probably does rap. Yeah. On his, on his, when he's he not, when he's not punching stuff. He's probably rapping. Yeah. He's not destroying. He's not destroying shit. He's not punching boulders. How do you feel about yeah. Jim Carrey being in the movie? I feel like Jim Carrey is going to save this uh, film. That hurt my fucking feelings. No, no. He looked no? absolutely fucking ridiculous. He this reminded right me Jim of Carrey's Ace Ventura. Hey, dude. Ace Ventura in a mustache. And that mustache was fucking ridiculous, first of all. And also, he's too skinny for that fucking role. That get a true. Fat, get a fucking fat dude. I say then, Kevin James. Just, that, 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 yeah, that villain is just so over the top. And yes, Jim Carrey is over the top, but that villain is also corny as fuck. It was he was corny in the game to me. You know? It's like can we get a better villain? I remember as a kid going, God, that's not really a good bad guy. He's not. And he always and he was cruel to animals, now that I think about it. Like he would enslave animals and turn them into robots. Slaves. Yeah, dude, PETA 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 should be after him, not Sonic. Exactly. But you hate PETA. Yeah, get PETA on it. No, I hate PETA, but get them on it. They, they do a better job of being fucking attacking everyone else. Might as well attack that guy. Maybe Sonic works for PETA unofficially or officially. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But, you know, I like I said, there are worse things. I, I, I don't know. It never works out. Video game movies never work out. Ask Mortal Kombat. Ask um, Super Mario Brothers. I thought people Video liked game- it for it. Most or majority like the first one. I mean, it wasn't great. Oh, the first Mortal Kombat? Yeah, it was good. It was now okay. you look at it, you're like, you're like, oh. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. I, yeah, it doesn't People hold thought up. the original Clash of the Titans was fucking awesome until they, they were like, oh, wait, 20 years later, they were like, oh, no, this is fucking stop motion, a play, claymation. Oh, fuck no. We can't do this. So, it's what the is same the best thing? Oh, my God. Movie. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Yeah, the original Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider Angelina, with Angelina. That's not I didn't like the last either. original. Yeah, I didn't like the original. I think we already we talked about the one uh, that just that came out recently with that with that one girl. I didn't really care for it. Um, but yeah, Angel, Angelina is Laura Croft. Yeah, but I feel like that she could they could have did better in that film too. I did like the sure. first Resident Evil. They could always done better. I like the first Resident Evil. That was pretty decent. Oh yeah, that was a good one too. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of like torn between the two, and I just popped whatever came to my head. But I. I mean, Mila Jovovich is Mila Jovovich, but it, it was so it's so hilarious now because you look at the way those dogs were put. The original play, PlayStation game of the, the 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 zombie dogs in Resident Evil, it yeah. looks so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Everything so bad, bad now. in it the looked, first Resident Evil. Even the yeah, voice acting like was arcade. shit. Yes, all of it was shit. It was just like very robotic. I mean, you look, it was great for its time. Like Mortal Kombat, the movie was great for its time. I wouldn't even say great. It was good for its time. The, the fucking dialogue was so fucking cheesy. Even like Johnny Cage is a cheesy character, but he's my favorite Mortal Kombat character. But he's because yeah. he's you know arrogant and cocky or whatever, and he's a typical Hollywood guy. But he's just like the guy playing him was 
douchier than Johnny Cage himself. He was. Are you saying the actor was too douchey to play Johnny Cage? He was too Johnny. He was too much Johnny Cage. He was like overboard Johnny Cage. It's like if Johnny Cage maybe had gotten even more arrogant and more cheesy and more uh, obnoxious, then you that'd be that guy. The only good part about that movie, as far as character wise, was Bridget uh, Bridget Sampras or Bridget Wilson. I feel like a modern day Johnny Cage would would drink a lot of pre workout. Mm, yeah, I think he, someone suggested it should. I've heard it should have been a Chris Pratt. Was that you? Was that you that suggested For Johnny Chris Cage? Pratt? No, yeah, yeah, people like, like Chris Pratt to, to be Indiana Jones now. Oh, I can see that. That's fine. But, uh, but Indiana Jones because I mean, he has that, that rugged, rugged, that rugged. And then, and then that's another one. Just let's just end it. Just end it. Uh, index. Um, index. But like that's. I think. I think that. Mortal Kombat and other other video games, just it's just not well written because you can't take something that was, you know, in, on a video game system and then okay now let's give it character, let's give it dialogue because the original characters didn't have dialogue in the game. Or a so story. Now you had a, well, they had kind had of a story. story. Uh, Mortal Kombat had a story if you beat the game with a certain player, but it's yeah. like you gotta have a story with the movie. You can put movies into video games because that's just easy. You just take the fucking script from the movie and put it in the video game. That's been done a million times. Yeah, it makes sense because when you give writers a property and they don't have anything to write with, usually the movie's going to be shit. Absolutely. Especially I if it's a that. fighting game. Like, what, are you, what the fuck are you supposed to do with, with a guy with metal arms? Yeah, that's been done before. <laughs> you know, also, I mean, By yeah, the way, like Winter Soldier. Jacking off as Jax is probably really uncomfortable. It's probably very, it's probably either very awkward or he just like has to maybe figure out a way to, like he has to put like maybe a, a, a heat war- like warmers on for oven, yeah. like he just has to do it that way, or else it's gonna he's gonna have a lot of calluses and bruising, and I don't think that's gonna be. Might as well just bite him. No, he's just be like, you know what it is, flashlight. He has to have a flashlight maybe. He probably ripped his dick off. No, yeah, well, I, then what if he has a robotic dick now? Like, he ripped his dick off, and now he's just like a, that a robotic cock. That doesn't sound fun at all. No it, no, it doesn't, but then here's the thing. You can all, you can last forever, and yeah. the pleasure, you can, you know, your woman's satisfied because you, you don't just, you know, there's no five seconds, there's no one-minute man. You're just, you're in there. It's a basically a dildo at this point. If if you get something out of that, go for it. I Personally. You're not coming. I mean, and that's another thing. You may you're not gonna have kids. You're not coming. You're basically dickless, basically. Yeah, and then so if you, you get a an STD, cock, all you gotta do is dickless. Right. Because you get an STD, all you do is unscrew it, clean it out, like like with a wire brush. <laughs> Plus, when you go out, you can just leave your dick at home, so your wife yeah, won't think you clean it like your you clean it clean it like your rifle. Yeah, it's it's detachable. So you wait, like, do I you, feel like you put dildos in a dishwasher? Is that what you're saying? Ooh, you could. <laughs> If it's metal or glass, I mean, sure. You put anything in a dishwasher if it's, you know, well, not anything, but metal metal and glass? Yeah, sure, why not? Guess it'll come out sanitary. It's just disgusting to think about, that's all. Now, just don't get it stuck down the garbage disposal. We have problems. Yeah. Don't put your real dick the in the garbage disposal either. Just yeah, don't put your real dick in a, or a fake dick, and don't put it in the microwave. Not either a lot of people know that. So that's just a yeah. PSA from Almost First. Don't stick yeah. your dick. We're, we're, we're teaching safety here at Almost First, people. Also, don't, don't put your dick in the microwave. <laughs> don't stick your dick inside of lawnmowers either. That's, Can we name the episode this? <laughs> dick in a microwave. Don't stick your dick <laughs> into sharp objects. 
Yeah, we're yeah. we're fucking naming this. We're naming this episode. Yeah. Dick in a don't stick. Head. Don't stick your dick in the X Y Z. Let's go with that. Yeah. This, a, this has been a GI Joe. But uh, you know. PS, PSA. Yeah, knowing is half the battle. But yeah, man, I'm all for it. Let's just let's just see how it goes and. Um, let's make more. Let's try to let's make the writing better. That's all I'm saying. Make the writing better for video game movies. You get the most talented writers. Don't get the Game of Thrones writers because they'll just fucking they'll just fucking give up eventually. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah. Were you a fan of the Ghost Rider movies? Mm, Your face says no. It was so bad. It was so cheesy. Yeah, it was. Well, Nicolas Cage is just cheesy and everything. It's just his go-to move to be over the top. Nicholas Cage is that style of actor that does not stand the test of time. He was great because you can play in mindless hero 90s movies where you can just, just a lot of ex- Michael Bay kind of shit where you just blow shit up and you just say, hey, I'm the hero. And that's really all you have to <laughs> and fucking you wave say. Your hands and that's it. In both but now eyes. action heroes, action, action movies now, you have to be able to act in action movies now. You really do. You have to be able to, and not only just be an act, an action uh, star, you got to be able to transition into um, drama and comedy. You, Mark Wahlberg's a perfect example of that. You got to do all those things. You know, you got to be a well diverse and get picked up in Hollywood, or else you're gonna like Nicolas Cage. All he does is what does he do? Straight to DVD, straight, straight to Netflix to movies now. You know, I've skipped over some of his movies on Netflix. I'm like, how many movies does this man have that I've have not seen or heard? Yeah, of? it's tons of them. Yeah, I hear he's financially in trouble. That's why he's like taking whatever job he can get. He's probably looking to do National Treasure Five or whatever. (laughs) Fuck, you know that movie. Those movies were corny too, man. My favorite Nick Cage movie is probably Face Off. Uh, one hundred percent. It was either that or Con Air, but Face Off definitely, I think, nudges. And just the reason I love Con Air because John fucking Malkovich. Like, there's just no reason. Like the perfect '90s action movie. Like, but John Malkovich was the villain, and like John Malkovich is the fucking man at being a villain. Like he's one of the best. I like the, the fact that Dave and Chappelle was in that movie for like five minutes. He was. I remember he was an inmate. He died. He died. He died. I left him uh, in a cargo plane to freeze to death. Bastard. Of course, the, of course, the, of course, the black man died the first five minutes in the movie. Exactly. Turned out to be <laughs> the biggest star probably in that movie. Oh my yeah. God! Now he is. Well, besides Malkovich and uh, who else was in it? I think. Well, who else was, was it? Howie Long? No, that was Broken Arrow. But like Face Off, Face Off was like that movie where you took like for, for the first time, man. You saw some cool CGI was starting to like make that leap into where kind of where it is now. It's starting to take people's faces, and then you know it used a computer. I think it was one of the first films to start using some like real CGI like that. But he's he transcended a lot of. Because a lot of people who came after Nick Cage, he the weird eccentric kind of actors yeah. now. He he set that pace, but you can't keep that pace forever because he was like he kind of closeted himself in. And plus, he wore out pretty fast. People just got tired of seeing him waving his hands, brushing his hair back, and trying to say every line like it was a one-liner. It just doesn't. Yeah, work he was. He but what made him great about Face Off was he played a different role than he's used to. He played that villain role much. And he played him. In, he should just be playing villains. Honestly, I don't think he's the hero type. He's like the action version of Jeff Goldblum, if that makes sense. Man, Jeff Goldblum. If Jeff people Goldblum love was that guy. action star, he would be Nick Cage. Yeah, basically. Like if you if you took, he's just so lukewarm, you know. Jeff Goldblum was good for his time too. He he laughs at himself. That's the beauty of it. He knows he's 
he is corniest. He just does. Good for him. Good for that fucking guy. Wait, did you um, see Jeff Goldblum Nick Cage movie? What would they call that? I don't uh, know. They would be like, um, they would just call it like it'd be like a buddy, like a buddy old, like a buddy cop movie, or yeah, like a buddy an cop man, movie, like a buddy cop movie. Just, be like, just watch them overact, overact each other. Nick Cage, Jeff Goldblum star. Now they're dads and. They have to raise this ch- this monkey or something like it's like a buddy cop movie, Pet but they have to raise a monkey shit. together. Oh, that's that sounds like some movie. fucking sh- straight up John Hughes. That's like John Hughes '80s movies right there. We got to find the weirdest director. Two- Put yeah. like Michael Bay could be the director. Why not? Two cops and a monkey, like him. Make it now, Hollywood. Do it. All right. The reason Please. why I brought up Ghost Rider is because Ghost Rider is becoming a series on Hulu. If you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Ghost Rider was already introduced on that show, so the MCU is kind of expanding on that. And because it's on Hulu, there could be profanity. I know you like profanity. Good. I do like profanity. I didn't really care for the Ghost Rider movies, but I am excited for this Ghost Rider series. I know you don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so you have no recollection of what this current Ghost Rider is. But I tried watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I tried watching Agents of Shield. I just couldn't get, I couldn't get into it. And I just think it was just kind of slow. And I think it was because it was lower budget. You didn't really see who you wanted to see, like obvious, the obvious Avengers. And uh, you you got you get these like low low level lower level heroes with powers, and you're kind of like, ah, yeah, but I want to see this guy. And I shouldn't I, have gone into it like that, but it's low budget. I mean, I understand where you're coming from because season one, the first half sucked, and then I got back into it after Winter Soldier and uh came on and all the shield agents turned out to be Hydra. So I was like, okay, how's this gonna affect the show? So I went back yeah. and it just got better from there and I haven't stopped watching since. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I mean if I get all the other three hundred shows that I'm behind on out of the way, uh, I'll start watching that. We'll see. I'm watching okay. um yeah, I'm watching the uh the new show on yeah man, the name always slips me. It's it's a superhero show on Netflix. It's not Marvel or DC it's the kids in school, or they're 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 brothers and sisters. Runaways? There's like eleven of them or something. No, no, no. Um, oh, it's the dudes that got a body of the guy has a body of a gorilla, and I forgot his name. And I, ah, no, yeah. Um, watched enough of that in my time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's on. Uh, ah, anyway, I'll, maybe I'll think of it. I'll think of it later. It'll I'll come get back to you. you but, It'll come to you. Yeah, it's uh, Joe on, Russo it's on in a recent interview said that he wants to direct a Batman movie. That's one of his char- favorite characters from the DC comic universe. And I think this would be a good idea. I don't know if this would ever happen, but Batman definitely needs a, a movie in this DC universe that stands out because he hasn't got one yet. And Ben Affleck's off the train. What do you think of Joe mm-hmm. Russo directing? A now, is he the same director that, that just hired uh, Robert Pattinson? Well, no. Robert Pattinson is doing something different. Joe Russo just said he wouldn't mind directing a, a Batman movie. And who the they like, say when people say that, like who the fuck doesn't want to direct a Batman movie? Honestly, if you're any kind of respected director and they throw Batman at you because it's such a fucking legacy of movies and franchise and one of the most known characters in all of American cinema and as well as American comics, he's a cultural icon, Batman. Who the fuck wouldn't want to do that? Who's not? I mean, I'm surprised there's no more, more people not jump, uh, chopping at the bit, throwing their hat in the ring. 
because it's a tough character. To, it's a lot of pressure to live up to. If you get Batman wrong, people are going to let you know about it. But so what, what better way to shy away from the pressure? I agree with you. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a bad, not a bad job. It's a tough job. And it's one that you have big shoes to fill because you've had guys like Joel Schumacher and Tim Burton and various others in the past, just to name a few. Christopher. Got the, Christopher. Yeah. Christopher Nolan had, like, had to steer this, this sinking ship. Um, that was the Batman and Robin, George Clooney, Val Kilmer era. And then they steered it, and then they, it started kind of got a weird. And then they got Christian Bale. It started kind of going off course, and they got Ben Affleck. But like, it's so hard because you don't, you know the storyline, you know the characters, you know the the villains. But what sets the apart is okay. How do you make that thing that interesting that's been done a billion and a fuck ton times? I feel like with Batman, we probably need to focus on his detective skills more. I feel like. Batman has never been about his detective skills. They'll brush on it, but they never really hopped on it. Maybe make an actual detective movie starring Batman. Let's try. I was that thinking out. year year one. You know, year one would be a good one. Gotham, the, the TV show, had a had a good theme going for a while. It was kind of off canon. Showed young Bruce Wayne, little kid Bruce Wayne, grow into the Bat. But maybe they should have not put him in the bat suit so quickly because they eventually had, had just did it. I don't know if you've seen it. But I, I've, I've just, seen the last season, but I've heard about it. Yeah. They put him in the bat suit. And I'm like, we should have maybe have gone to see his struggle being with Raza Ghoul, League of Shadows, or being him being a young detective or learning his, owning his craft. He just didn't want, wake up one day and say, oh man, I'm a really good fucking detective. And also I'm a ninja that dresses like a bat. Also I'm fucking crazy. So but the then, how do you that get that? Is, you... He was casted way too young, like way too young, and a lot of the villains were already adults. And I feel like Batman, compared to certain villains, were around the same age or a little bit younger. But uh, he was pretty much a kid when they started filming, and I think they probably wanted the show to last a little bit longer than it actually did. Yeah, but I, since we're talking I don't know, about Batman's were... Robert Pattinson, people, a lot of people hate the fact, and petitions yeah. are already being signed. That Robert Pattinson from Twilight, the Twilight films, has been officially casted as Batman. What do you think of this move, and what do you think about the backlash that it's getting? I like it. I like it because he it's new, and let's 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 look at the the parallels. When they cast Michael Keaton back in 1988, people flipped their shit. Thank God they didn't have the fucking internet back then, but they flipped <laughs> oh, their shit because, oh, you mean Mr. Mom? And he was playing in comedies. He was doing Beetlejuice. You know, he was a comedy guy. They threw, they stuck him his own. And obviously know that Michael Keaton arguably became one of the best Batmans of all time. Uh, still open for debate who, who, who you, your preference. But like, who, who, when we just fucking give this guy a chance. So we're, we're telling, so these people are in an uproar because he played a fucking vampire 12 years ago. He, he, that was a movie made for teenage girls. Why are grown men with their fucking bellies hanging out with Cheeto fingers crying because he was in Twilight, a teenage girl movie 12 years ago? That doesn't make any sense to me. Let the man try it. He has done independent movies since then. He has owned his craft. The man's 33 years old. He looks like fucking Bruce Wayne. People just want to see the sparkling vampire. That's all they want to see. They have, they have put him in this box where have, they, have, they have no context of what the art that he has done in the past since or since after. 
just put him in this box and say he can't do it because he was a fucking vampire when he was 22 years old or 21 years old. A lot of people just hate those teen tween movies that come out and they just get so much flack for it. And I've seen the first Twilight. I hated it. So I, I guess it's that's awful. where all the hate is coming from. They they seen him act in a three part movie series that was just complete garbage and they don't yeah. want that to be associated with Batman. That's But that's it's not it because it's not because he was it was like again, it was twelve years ago and everybody knew it was terrible. It was meant for teenage again, teen, preteen to teenage girls based off of a book series they already had. We already knew this. You can't we can't go fuck this guy. We can't he can't we don't want to associate Twilight with Batman. It's not even the same thing. Again, he was a young kid starting out in acting when he got landed Twilight. Same with all those other people in that movie. Like uh what's her name? Anna uh shit. She was in Pitch Perfect. About. Yeah, she was in that movie. So now she say we say, Oh, she can't be in other movies because she's in Twilight. What about Kristen Stewart? Oh, she can't play the as uh, be uh, Joan Jett in that uh in that uh fucking runaways movie because she was Twilight. That doesn't make any sense. So just because he wants they want to play Batman. To do fuck off. I mean, that's like that's seriously some like if you're talent, you're you're sitting there. It's usually people who are crying over oh, Robert Pattinson. He was a toilet. He can't play Batman. It's usually some fucking overweight ball dude sitting in his mom's basement with Cheeto fingers talking to <laughs> being mad at Robert Pattinson because he's one of the best looking dudes on the planet, and they're mad that they're not him. Plus, it's just for some reason it's just cool to hate these type of movies and the actors that play these characters i don't know why but it's it's a thing sure sure anything I mean, pop culture people twilight. hate on it it's... first first of all it seems like oh he's in twilight but why the fuck hey why are you did you watch twilight how do you know he's bad you know what i mean like i've seen it i know it was a bad movie but a lot of people people are like oh why are you judging a dude's performance from a fucking movie made for teenagers where vampires sparkle and werewolves are all of a sudden, just nice, nice, nice beings. Did you watch you know, all the, tw- one of the f- Twilight movies? Did you watch all the Twilight movies? I did because I have a wife that likes them. So, oh, damn, that sucks. Did you go to the theater? I mean, to see I, him? no, I went. We saw him at home. I, I looked at it and I was just like, okay, she wants to watch it, and it, it wasn't like I was ex- expecting to be. I knew it was going to suck. It wasn't like I was going in there expecting anything more or less, you know. I feel like you had to watch the Fifty Shades of Grey movies too, if you if you saw that. Actually, do you know Fifty Shades of Grey is Twilight fan fiction? Yes, yes, I know. Yeah, yeah, I got told that. Obviously, we both are married men, so now we have we probably they shared that information yeah. with us. And yeah, I've seen Fifty Shades of Grey, and again, it was terrible. But women like it because they like the the the. It was porn. <laughs> it was softcore porn. Fucking softcore porn. I don't get you know it. I, I don't mean? get the books thing, but uh, apparently that's a thing for some for some women out there. W- women like to, like when it comes to sex and stuff, they like reading about it and then, like the description and the emotional attachment. We're just like porn. <laughs> like all we need. I mean, if we want a story, we'll just have the pizza, the generic pizza guy. He'll come in and uh, he'll he'll bring the sausage. Yeah, that's that's it. about it. it. In two, yeah, exactly. In two minutes, it's over. I mean, like or whatever, you know. It's well, the, the movie uh, we, keeps going, but in two minutes it's over. Yeah, right. You have to. So, like, your two minutes is over. I mean, to be honest with you, it's a, one of those movies you're like, ah, oh, damn, it gets you in the mood after. I'm not gonna fucking lie. The the, the Fifty Shades of Grey. And it makes you. And when you see that world that that person is engulfed in, I'm like, holy shit, that world fucking exists. BDSM, all that shit. 
Well, I haven't seen enough Robert Pattinson's acting to even say yeah and they were in this. So I'm with you. I'm just going to give the guy a chance. And if he sucks, let him have it. If he doesn't, you got to eat your words. What's a lot the of worst that can happen? Words. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? He can suck at it and be like, okay, get the fuck out of Hollywood. Or we, he's great. Now all of a sudden he's our Michael, the next Michael Keaton. Or he could be the want, next, well, hell, uh, even be in the next George Clooney wouldn't even be fucking bad. Just, I just want George, DC well, to get Clooney some stability. Just get some stability with your characters I mean, in your movies. Aquaman, Aquaman was the first movie out of the DC, aside from Superman, uh, after post 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 uh, Justice League, where I was like, okay, now this, this the ship is starting to veer in the right direction because while Aquaman was not exactly dialogue and far as like plot wise was kind of eh, hokey but visually stunning man i mean in the, yeah. the the story i mean i mean it was just visually stunning all around and jason momoa you're not he's not gonna be he's not you're not expecting him to do Macbeth, or you're not expecting him to be on broadway anytime soon but the guy looks like a motherfucking god i mean look at him plus somehow uh, they pulled off the outfit with the the orange and green they made it work well, or maybe jason well, momoa made they, it work well, yeah, because they didn't, you know, they didn't whitewash it. You know, they didn't put white, a white, a blonde white guy in there, squeaky clean image. He did just like, oh no, he looks like a fucking Samoan with with uh, sparkles on. Maybe because no one looks like that in real life, probably. No, no, there's nobody on planet Earth that looks like other. There's not another Jason Momoa. I don't think. I think he just fucking was created in a lab somewhere in Hawaii. <laughs> He's a badass. All right, yeah, he is. Uh, we got to talk about author and. The season 22 premiere, Mr. Ratburn, the teacher on that series, has come out as gay and a lot of people hate it. They think PBS is trying to force homosexuality on their children and they think it's going to enforce their children in some way, shape or form. What do you think? Homosexual people are a part of our culture now. Okay, let's just get over that. Alabama is just fucking knocking them out of the goddamn park lately, aren't they? They just fucking one after another. (laughs) it's like it's one big fucking bigot uh, party after another with alabama but it's like what what i saw from comments on facebook of people mostly these you know christian folks that call themselves christians are it's wrong and my it's adult content my children shouldn't be forced to see this dude they're gonna walk outside and they're gonna fucking see it they're going to go to school. They're going to go to college. They're going to go to the supermarket. They're going to go anywhere and see two gay people who love each other with each other. And it's that PBS, what PBS is doing is just assimilating to what the times that are that are happening. And I applaud PBS for what they did. Yes. Who cares? You know, they were, and I saw it's a you know, that's adult content. Wait a minute. So if they would have put a heterosexual couple up there. Is that not adult content too? So that that's what we're saying. Then let's just go and say between two heterosexuals, that's adult content. No, it's two people getting married. that just so happen to be the same sex. Fuck off. And Alabama again, has just been setting itself back 20 years. Every fucking day. I don't think the they ever left the sixties. No, if where I grew up, where I grew up, if you have, if I'm from Mississippi, so if you look at Mississippi and people, people in Mississippi are like looking at Alabama, like, "Hey, dude, we don't fucking know you." You know what? You know, really? you, like, what the Mississippi fuck? Is progre- has progressed with the times. It's getting slowly progressing. I wouldn't. It's not. I wouldn't call it pro, pro, progressive. I would call it like 
this somewhere weird line between, okay, listen, what you do is your own goddamn business. We don't care who the fuck you are. We just want to be, you know, more or less Mississippi, the younger generation like myself are becoming more libertarian. If you look at it in ideology, all the old heads are dying off, man. The, the, the old Jim Crow South is dying. The old Jim Crow in Mississippi is dying. Alabama is Jim Crow's there. It's fucking there. It's just it's there to stay. It's just deeply rooted yeah, people in, think in Jim, the veins. Yeah, it's just deep. Now it's just directed at other groups like you know uh, uh, homosexuals and um, not just not just black people, but you know uh, I assume probably other races and, and religions too, Muslims, Jews. Um, it, it's it's just a paradigm, man. That it's a paradigm shift that's happening right now, and people who are getting left behind cannot accept that two people because they my brother's gay right he told me once and it, it kind of put some perspective in it he said who in the fuck would choose to be gay who would choose that lifestyle you can't you know what i mean I you can't you he said, it's, it's, it's right and so like what pbs is doing it's like hey listen this is a thing this is going to be a part of our culture get fucking used to it pbs has been long-standing in in bringing us uh, cultural change all the time. Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood is showing like people like what acceptance in, in human progression is. Like Mr. Rogers, for fuck's sake, was like you know love everybody. You know we we're like yeah you're right love everybody. And but then it started getting like okay accept this group. Okay accept this group. Christians are the same way. Most of them like oh love this group. Oh no you know what we love everybody. We we don't judge people except for them and 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 them. Oh wait just pretty much anybody that. Anybody that doesn't look like me and practice my religion, fuck everybody else. But so PPS, I applaud them. I think it's great. It's two people getting married in a fucking cartoon. It's not like it was a goddamn gangbang or a fucking, a, a fucking orgy going on after yeah, that it was a been fuck bad. session. Yeah, yeah that, that's something yeah. to frown at. Like, oh my God, those elephants are fucking. Like, you know, or whatever. And it's like, they, they were just like, okay, we had a ceremony and I'm just letting you guys know we're gay. And then everybody's like, cool. And we had a party and we moved the fuck on. I didn't I didn't see the episode. I don't even know if they kiss. But the thing is, if a cartoon influences your child to be gay, chances are they were already gay to begin with. Here's my thing about Alabama and many states like it. When, when there's a zombie apocalypse, I hope you're the first to go. I hope the entire <laughs> states are the first to go. Hey, if you're cool and you're not a bigot, get the fuck out of those states because they're going to be the first to Just go. run. There's nothing in Alabama for you anyway. It's like rank last no. and everything down there. Nope, they're all going to be wiped out in zombie apocalypse. All those states that, you know, that um, are like that, I hope they are. I just drop the fuck off the face of the planet. There's the a reason why time goes back. When you travel from the East right. Coast to Alabama, it's because they're still stuck right. in the 60s. Right, for sure. Um, it's it's just, it's never going to end, dude. We're gonna, Alabama's never going to change. It's going to be, it's going to be that, that state forever. It's going to hold on to its old Jim Crow clause. But, Hey, good for Arthur. Good for PBS. Fucking keep doing it. Yeah, you're, and you're you're missing out, Alabama. You're missing out on some quality entertainment. Next, and you know what? Next week, let's just have them bang. Fuck it. Why not? Let's just fucking like you know what? I'm on. Let's just do it. Hey, kids, this is this is normal. This is normal too. This is what they do. Okay. <laughs> you see, the thing is, PBS is a learning channel, so it wasn't like Alabamians were watching this channel anyway. No, no, they can't read. They, they don't know what the fuck's going on. It's like I said about the abortion thing. It's like. Abortion bills, like they clearly didn't read it. They, they can't read. That's why they didn't read it. They can't read. That's why it passed. We were like, we can't read this, so fucking pass it along. They can't read right. the shit that they fucking uh, put through. All right, so this is going to transition into something that we both found hilarious. 
Caitlyn Jenner is going to pose nude for for Sports Illustrated cover. This is too much. I, I know we're getting progressive Ew. with the times. But no, no I don't want to see that. No. Hold on. I don't want to that- see that when I'm at a grocery store in the grocery aisle going to the checkout line and I look to my left mm-hmm. and it's Kate, Caitlyn Jenner with his knee or her knee covering the crop. I don't even know what to call this person. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, listen. I, look, I, when we just had the conversation, I'm open and accepting of all people. And I believe who you are is who you are. Be what you want to be. Do what you want to do. You want you a man and you feel like you want to be a woman. For fuck's sake, dude, go be a woman. Woman, if you feel like you've been a man your whole life, for fuck's sake, go do that. But you don't get to tell me that I don't have to fucking say, and you don't get to tell me, get mad at me when I say that motherfucker is ugly and that motherfucker <laughs> is not beautiful. No Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner is not beautiful, and no, I don't think she should be on the cover of Sports Fucking Illustrated because she's fucking horrible looking. And that's nothing to do with her because she wants to be a woman. She is a terrible looking woman. She was a terrible looking man. Fucking Bruce, when he was, she was Bruce, a terrible fucking looking human being to look at. All he did was slap a wig and a fucking skirt. He, now he looks like, now he looks like me if I dress like a woman. And I'm hideous. I would be fucking hideous as a woman. He's my size, dude. He's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, what in the fuck? No. And no. he's still, he's still kind of like built. Like he did nothing to his appearance at all. He still looks, he no. still looks like Bruce Jenner. He looks like Bruce Jenner. He just put on fucking makeup and a dress and, and did his hair all nice and shit. And he just uh, fucking fixed his teeth up a little bit. And he's like, I'm, I'm Caitlyn now. You do. Dude, you have a dick still. You have a dick. Like you can cool. You taking all the horn, the estrogen pills and hormone pills. Cool, man. Guess what? I don't think you're beautiful. And I don't want to see your ugly ass on Sports Illustrated because you have a build of a man. You do not have a build of a, say, a Ronda Rousey, a Venus Williams, um, uh, just to name ones of the past, uh, Claudia Schiffer and Christy Brinkley. You don't have you don't you're not built like a woman, dude. You're built like a motherfucking you're built like fucking Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? You're built. Like fucking um like Brock Lesnar, you Brock know what Lesnar. I mean? No, I mean not, just, not just that all big. back. You, yeah, you're built. His shoulders is huge but, too. Like yeah, dude, he's built like me. He's as big. He's built like as big as me, and that's fucking gross because I picture myself in a wig, and that's disgusting. And I don't want to subject anyone to that shit. Now you're gonna ask me to I'm just picture myself on Sports Illustrated, and I fucking threw up in my mouth just now. <laughs> And now I think when you said that today, we were like, this is what we're, this is a topic. And I fucking wanted to puke. Like it fucking threw up. And I heard about it earlier and I was just like, no, delete. You blocked it out of your mind. I scrolled up fucking nope. And I was like, this can't happen. What do you think? I mean, am I wrong? Am I an asshole? Like what? I think we're both kind of being assholes about it, but I think this is a necessary assholeness that needs to be said because like no guy wants to see this. Like maybe if you take a Kim Kardashian and put her on the cover with him, maybe that could mm. work. At least I can divert my eyes to something else. But I don't want to see oh, this. That's, that's a butt ugly woman. And we have to be careful because you know the the, the all these movements now. Uh, you're that this is just a prime example of toxic masculinity because you're not accepting this this person wanting to be a woman. He's not a woman. Okay, 
I'll call him Caitlyn Jenner. I will if I, I will refer to him as her. But I don't have to sit here and pretend that that he is a woman. I don't have to call. I don't have to believe in my mind, in my heart, that he is because he still has a dick. He takes. I don't care how many hormones. He's literally built like fucking a professional wrestler. Okay, and it's so. And it's, he's like, no, he's beautiful. No, he's not. He's not. And I don't have to take. I don't have to accept it. My That's thing not is, toxic why is he even, That's being real. Why is he even on the cover? He's not even an athlete anymore. Dude, yeah, I don't know. Like that's pers- well, because he's a former athlete. I guess former athletes are quali- qualified. Well, that's the case. Why don't we just fucking put um, who's a fucking old ass athlete? That's- Let's go put Earl Campbell from the uh, on the- drag his ass Brett out of the Favre wheelchair. Put shit. him in the pocket. Go put Brett Favre or Dale Earnhardt Jr. on that motherfucker. Yeah, put him go in some, rank- some put Wrangler jeans. Fucking- go, go put a it. woman. Go put a woman on there. Go put a disabled, like a Paralympics woman on there. A Paralympics anyone person on there. Special Olympics, fuck, dude. I would go for a Special Olympics athlete. Oh, in the Sports Illustrated cover, because those those people are athletes. And Bruce Jenner has not done anything physical. The only thing he did physical this morning was get the fuck out of bed. That's, That's exactly the only up. thing he did. Yes, yeah, only thing he did. Ah, man, I was like that old Joe Rogan joke. Kardashians fucking turns people into fucking women. <laughs> they fuck people. They fuck dudes up, man. They fuck them women. Get their claws in there, and you and you're done, dude. Ask Lamar, ask Reggie Bush, ask uh, anybody they've dated. No, uh, who's the Kanye? Has anybody seen Kanye lately? I'm a little worried. In Kanye's defense, he was crazy before he was dating a Kardashian. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. He they was, just brought out like, more craziness. I, I like his kind of crazy, though, dude. I fucking dig Kanye West. That kind of crazy is the best artist. Oh, yeah. You, you can't. Most, most cra- artists are a little crazy. You got, oh, you have to be. You have to be. Because you, you think outside the box. You're creative. Yeah. you're. You, most people are like, you know, so boring, toe the line, da, da, da. I go to work. I drink my coffee. I come home. But I go to bed. It's like you're not anything about nothing about you is special. These people, once in a lifetime, they, they, the dials start turning and they become the, this, this, this fucking larger than life character because they're fucking nuts. And sometimes the, this aura gets put into the wrong people. Sometimes it gets put into the right people. I think the only good thing that's going to come out of this is the memes. We're probably going to get some hilarious memes related to this sports illustrated cover with Caitlyn Jenner. So I'm looking forward to the memes. Yeah. I mean, too. I can't wait. The Internet is undefeated in memes. And uh, when it comes to the funny meme department. But the thing is, there's already so many memes about him. Now we're just going to create just add more to the database. Man, more than the database. Just keep this shit fucking going, dude. Keep the meme train going. I will, I will, I will post these all over my Instagram. Do we? Do you really like the nude covers? I hate like the worst nude cover I ever seen was one with Dwayne Wade on on it. You seen that one, right? Yeah, I uh, didn't understand. I don't understand because you're. What's the point of? What's the point? <laughs> sorry, and this might sound a little gay, but what's the point of putting him on there if you're not going to show his dick? Why, what's the point of making him get naked if you're not going to show his dick? You know what I mean? Like, let's just see, let's see some fucking balls and dicks. You know what I mean? Let's just get it out there. Like Ronda Rousey, she posed, she posed with her tits, like she had them posed out like this. Yeah, like, but like she this. covered up everything up. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is the even the goddamn point? I guess they're. I I need to do some research on this, but maybe they're just it's trying art. to say embrace your body. But these I athletes, look, they're perfection. Right. Well, that's airbrush also, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, airbrush can, you know, do a lot of things. They make you and I look Photoshop. like motherfucking built like fucking, yeah, built like LeBron James. 
right airbrush and Photoshop. I, I never, I never, I never got the the nude photo thing on Sports Illustrated. I'm there for sports, I, not I chicks buying, and dicks. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. Let's just do that. This just, I'm I all think about we just undid everything monster. we did with the PBS thing, and we just we, we just did. undid we undid it. They're like people are like, oh man, these guys are progressive, man. They're for the gays, and they were like, fuck Halen Jenner. You guys are you guys are toxic masculinity, and you guys are bigots. I can't believe I listened to you. Oh my god, you had me fooled the entire time. And they're just gonna like start fucking angry masturbating and throwing dicks in microwaves. It's the theme of the show. And the, and the thing is, we probably pissed off two fan bases. The conservatives yeah. and the liberals. They Dude, both we're left. gonna be the only people only podcast to piss off both goddamn parties. And then the libertarians would be like, Oh, it must be a libertarian podcast. And then we and then we'd just be like, I don't know where I go, taxation isn't that motherfucker. <laughs> God damn just it. Piss them all off. We're gonna be the only yeah, just, two listening to this podcast. Off. Yeah, right. And I always do the joke that uh, about I always I love the joke. I don't know who made it, but it was like when gays get married, they're like, yeah, like I'm for the gays getting married. I'm, I think everybody deserves to be miserable, you know, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, I don't know who said it, but it's always the classic like, are you for the gay gay marriage? Yeah, I think everybody should be equally miserable. Plus, Joe Rogan has his own joke about if you don't like gays, you probably secretly find dicks delicious. You, you probably, and I love that. That's the best, one of the best lines I've ever, I've ever seen. Had him, like best memes I had about him. Uh, but I don't know if he actually. I think he. I don't know what context that was in. Uh, I don't know how long ago that was. Anyway, that's a best description. Like if you're sitting here, if you're, that's crazy. Oh, you're so against something secretly. You probably are one of those things. Yeah, because it doesn't affect you at all. At all. No, no. Like the guy that uh, the, in Alabama, he made the law about he was for the uh, pre-abortion or the abortion law. But then again, he had his mistresses get abortions. Yeah, that was fucking gold. That's hilarious. That's fucking that's comedy right there. That's a god. That's a fucking. I think that's a fucking comedy bit. Honestly, that's a, that has to be like a sketch comedy bit somewhere. Write it down, man. Write it down. I'm doing comedy eventually this year, Chaz. I'm doing it. Well, I'm seeing I'm seeing your video, so you, you're putting yourself yeah. out there. Just gotta get you on Put stage. It out there. You gotta get me on stage, live on stage. I'm going to, I'm gonna do it though. I'm gonna do it at the end of this year. I'm having, I'm writing material. Um, comedy is my, I think my world that I think I belong in because I don't belong the, amongst the world of the normals because you and I are not normal. Are you, uh, you sticking with your stage name when you go up? Sure am. Do it, do it, do it, do All it. Right. I need to know. Um, we got to talk about something else that's probably going to piss some people off. But Jason Bateman has said that he won't work in the state of Georgia if the heartbeat bill survives court. Basically, if Georgia uh, prohibits abortions within the state, he's no longer going to act in the state of Georgia. You won't see the made in Georgia and it won't be associated with Jason Bateman. Uh, Do you think actors should separate their work from politics? Do you like what he's doing? No, What's your take on I, this? I like I like what he's doing because okay, I think I, I like it because you have a platform. You may not always agree with that platform or that voice, but the thing is, he has a right to do it because he is going by the you know the First Amendment. I'm a, like you and I. What we do, we are supporters of this the First Amendment because that's what we do. We defend the you know defend it or whatever. And my eight years in active duty, that's what I swore to defend, the, the Constitution of the United States, right, um, against enemies foreign and domestic. And First Amendment 
is a dear, dear to me because me and you, we go here and we talk a bunch of shit on the podcast. If we were in China or Russia, we'd be arrested, you know, depending on if someone didn't like it. Jason Bateman is using his voice. You may not agree with it. You may be for abortion, but you, you may be against it. But what you can't be against is his right to express it in the way he knows how. He has power. He's one of the very popular man in Hollywood. He's a very uh, one of the most the best uh, pop, I guess he has a very successful show on Netflix, uh, Ozark, um, that I made a recommendation recommendation uh, in the past about. He's also has an very made a lot of good funny movies. He has power and he has a voice, and I think that he should be able to use it. Yeah, and you mentioned Ozark, and Ozark is actually filmed in Georgia, so he's kind of putting his paycheck on the line. He also has another show on HBO called The Outsider, which is also filmed in Georgia. So. If, a, if enough actors get behind this wave and affect Georgia's economy and their bottom line, they would eventually fall in line because it's all about the dollar uh, at the end of the day, right? I, I disagree. I don't think Georgia gives a shit because Georgia is Georgia is a state that thrives off of tourism in the south part, Savannah, and all, uh, the, 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 on the ocean. You have Atlanta. It's it's hip hop scene. It has. Uh, a lot of Georgia is very thick in culture. Not, I'm not talking about Southern culture, just culture in general, multicultural. You can't, that's not going to affect their bottom line. A guy talking about, I'm not going to film my movies here, even though it brings in millions. Okay. That's a, to a state that's like Georgia, who, you know, it's a Southern state, but it's a very wealthy state. And I think by, just because of agriculture too, I don't think it'll affect them. And I don't think any state, any, most states are going to be like, dude, fuck off. You go ahead. Okay. Now, if it's an NFL team, a franchise, or the NFL, the Shield, the NFL did this before. I think the NFL did something uh, kind of similar to this about, I don't know if it was an abortion, but I think it was something else very uh, uh, controversial. They were like, if you do this, we're going to pull funding and do this and that. We're not going to do this. Your team is going to, we're going to try to like make sure, you know, your, lo- your team relocates. I mean, they fret that. You know, and they're like, okay, we change our tune. So if the NFV, the Atlanta Falcons step in or the Braves or whatever team is in Atlanta and the other teams in Georgia, they can come together and do that. But that's 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 very rare that they, they that such an organization makes that kind of uh, that jump. But like an actor, eh, not even a fucking dent, not a dent. So when you put it that way, it kind of seems like it's an empty threat because like you're not going to make a difference. No one gives no, a shit. No, I don't. No, no one gives a shit what Jason Bateman thinks, and I like again applaud him for speaking up and uh, against what he thinks is he thinks is wrong, uh, fighting for what he believes in. But at the end of the day, bottom line, no one gives a shit. Georgia's going to do what the fuck they want to do. You think he would have the same tune if L.A. just decided, yeah, we're going to ban all abortions? You think he would just stop acting altogether? Yeah, I'd like to see that. That'd be interesting. All these, and then the the problem with celebrities is. On the same token of them having the platform, they think they have they're entitled to talk down. A lot of them do talk down to us because, you know, because to them, normal people are dumb. The average person is dumb. We're not artistic like them. So we're not in the know like them. And they need to talk down to us and tell us who to vote for. And most of the time, a lot of these fucking idiots fucking vote, go for it. Oh, um, this person, I don't just Alyssa Milano. She says I need to vote for you know Bernie Sanders. Well, I think I'm going to do that because Alyssa Milano said that. And then please, I should too progressive. 
uh, and it, that's a little anecdotal, but like it's it's believe me, it's very rare. Hollywood has a very huge voice and people listen to when it comes to various things. And honestly, I think Hollywood should stay out of politics, but I'm not telling them that they can't. Not it's weird. It's a weird conundrum. I'm not telling them that they can't talk about politics because they're they're voters too. But telling people who they should vote for and what they should believe in based off of a, a cultural ideology, like being a Democrat, being Republican, those are all dogmas. And they're they're all most of them are all left wing. That's my problem with Hollywood. They're it's mostly left wing. There's no like moderate. There's no independence. There's no like in betweeners. There's no like free thinkers. It's just all left. Very few celebrities that are right. And it's so overwhelming. And it makes you wonder, are they even genuine about being on the left? Because they probably no. wouldn't have a job if they weren't. If they were just like openly F this, F that, F gay people, they probably wouldn't be working. So you got to question they're, they're the for. genuineness of it as well. Yeah, they're bought, they're bought and paid for, brother. They're like, they're, they have, they are, most of them are probably indoctrinated. You know, when they come through the ranks of Hollywood, they're like, this is what you're going to say. We're going to give you this. You're good at reading scripts. Read this script to the one. Put this on Twitter. Put this on Instagram. Say this. Release a statement to TMZ. Believing this about Trump or whatever. And like, listen, I don't care. Like, I'm not saying you have to be right. You have to be like, you have to love Trump. You have to. All I'm saying is just let's have some, have some media middle ground with Hollywood, man. Because people are listening to you. Maybe they're secretly lobbyists. Who knows? Yeah, that's they fuck. They're a lot of. I call them whores. I think they're prostitutes. Most of them, <laughs> they're prostitutes. They and they get paid to p- pretend to be other people. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't they be good at uh, promoting somebody else's bullshit? All right, let's get behind a subject that everybody can agree on, and that's this asshole, Kia Morgan, who uh, secretly has been abusing the late Stan Lee, late into his old age. The real villain of Marvel has been revealed and I feel so sorry for this guy if he goes to prison because someone's oh, going to fuck this guy up. They gotta, they're going to have to not put him in general pop. Man, there's nothing that pisses me off and hurt and like there's a lot of things that obviously piss me off. I'm just saying that there's one thing that will set me off is people who pick on people that are weaker than them, bullies, whether it's children and most, most and honestly and not 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 to say that they're the least of you know we should worry about our geriatrics man like our geriatrics are abused a lot in this country the way we treat our old people it's fucking horrendous we stick them in a fucking nursing home and expect somebody else to pay somebody else shit money to fucking take care of them i mean again like we don't want to be like they don't want to be burdens on us and we don't really want to take care of them because we have our own kids or whatever stan lee was at a point where he couldn't even he couldn't even do for himself and this guy's taking advantage of him and it pisses me off and it's fucking heartbreaking because this guy's a loved a loved american icon a cultural uh cultural being cultural icon and he's like being they're taking advantage of him yeah this this man literally punched our childhood in the face by taking advantage of one of the most beloved iconic people of our generation this man did a lot for our childhood and for this asshole to just treat stan lee this way like like what possesses a person to to physically abuse and financially take advantage of 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 an old man like i I just don't get it and i hope he gets this weakness if you see a weakness in someone you see there's something about humans man where we see like weakness we're kind of like animals in the sense of like well, you know, the lion tackles the weakest gazelle, right? 
Well, humans are no different. We see something that's weak and we can take advantage of, whether it's for personal gain or power. It's about power. He had power over Stanley, and Stanley could do nothing about it. And it's, and it's all about this, like the adrenaline rush of power that he had. It was sick, dude. It's sick shit. Yeah, they said uh, this guy Morgan took over two hundred sixty-two thousand dollars made from Lee's autograph sessions just last May. So yeah. he was racking up off this guy. This is what happens when you trust someone that's not really family. I mean, you can't always trust family either because family will dick you over. Because like the whole yeah. blood is thicker than water thing—that's bullshit. It's not uh, I, I, I can, I can, I can speak firsthand that blood is the blood is not thicker than always thicker than water. But have somebody. Stan should have had somebody that he trusts. Maybe he did trust him, and he was just a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. And plus, there's this thing called Stockholm syndrome. So there, there would be times sure. where. Like his manager, Kenya Morgan, would like whisper something in his ear and like Stan Lee would repeat it on the microphone in the interview and people could kind of like visibly see that something was a little off. Like wink twice if you're not safe. And that's something Stan Lee couldn't do. I, I guess he just had this power over him. And it kind of yeah. sucks because this man created so many powerful characters. Stan Lee definitely could have used the Spider-Man in his life. And it, it sucks that like this asshole got away with this for so many years. But he's going to get this- his. It sucks to imagine what he went through before he went out. You know, he he was already suffering from illness and and and, got, and being just being you know old as it was, and then now you have this cocksucker who takes advantage of him. His, his white life was probably hell. Shit, he probably was relieved that he died. I mean, and like I said, man, like Excelsior. That's all I'm gonna say. Excelsior. He lived a long life, ninety-five yeah. years old. R.P. Stanley. Yeah. Yeah, man. So let's get to Avengers Endgame. It's a lot to unpack there. The movie was over three hours long. Started off a little slow for me, Uh, but it it got better towards the middle. But uh, wasn't the best Avengers film to me, but I still overall enjoyed it. And I like the story arcs and how they wrap things up. What did you think of the first 15 minutes of the film? Boring, slow. Like you said, it's just, it was just kind of like poorly written not poorly written it was just kind of poorly thought out and i think for a good measure i think they just wanted to wait to kind of just rehash what happened and what the what people are going through and uh what after in or infinity war and it's reintroductions basically remind me a little bit of like game of thrones episode one or season eight episode one where it's just like okay we gotta re- we gotta remind you what happened and then so now here we are and it was slow it was par for the course I feel like everybody was just going through PTSD for like the first hour and a half and the movie Pretty didn't much. really start until Ant-Man showed up. Basically, the rat that let Ant-Man out of the quantum round is the MVP of this movie because without Ant-Man, 100%. Like, nothing happens. It, I was fucking disappointed, you know, because I expected Captain Marvel, to, Captain Marvel to put, she was supposed to be the one to put the smack down on fucking Thanos, you know, one-on-one. A lot on of people one didn't want that though. I know, one-on-one with the great one, you know, but like, it, it, it was so underwhelming. I was like, she's supposed to be the one, but it wasn't to be. I mean, she had help, obviously. She held her own, though. She held her own. She did. I mean, I, but I was expecting a full-on ass woman, you know? Like, But then I thought, and then after that, I was like, no way, it's Thanos. He's just not going to let, he's just not going to let somebody whip his ass, you know? That's not the most disappointing thing to me. The most disappointing thing to me is what they did to Hulk. I mean, I love Professor Hulk, but I wanted yeah. to see the Hulk get his rematch against Thanos. I thought that no, was going to no. be the thing, and that did not happen. That pissed me off. Uh, 
I want to see him in his full form, like full hawk smash, big dumb green motherfucker, big like big green dumb didn't monster. Didn't want to smash you know? anything anymore. No, he's just like oh, I'm just gonna sit here really big. He's like me sometimes when I go to like really small restaurants or cramped, like I'm in cramped cars, you know, or I'm in my office and I'm like in a cramped cubicle, which I am, and so I'm like having to eat like this, and I felt like him, except I just didn't have glasses. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, like, I'm sitting here eating my chicken. I did like the fact when he was like in the in the cafeteria and he was like taking pictures with everybody. I thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty dope of him. I mean, he this makes him give him a more of a human side to him, more gentle, gentle Hulk, you know. But we we wanted to see the bad motherfucker. We wanted to see the motherfucker, the one that's you know Planet Hulk, and we wanted to see you know the the guy that can fucking that kick the shit out of mostly everybody in the comics he's ever faced, you know, and beat the fuck out of Juggernaut, you know, like, we want to see that. We want to see that Hulk, not, I mean, I guess it was cool. I guess we had to, like, okay, we got to move on from Hulk. We got other characters to worry about and story arcs and <laughs> I don't know, man. Then, fuck, first of all, bravo to Thanos. Bravo to Josh Brolin. That dude is That's such funny. a fucking, Thanos is such a fucking gangster. He's such a gangster. Thanos is a gangster. What you think of Fat Thor? <laughs> that's me in 20 years uh he's my like he's my spirit animal I, I i was dude i lied because i was like there's no chris hemsworth was like they were probably like hey chris can you put on some weight and he's like you know chris hemsworth's like nah too proud i gotta do men in black man i can't i can't be fat they put him on a fat suit he's probably like god damn it i wish i was just gonna gain the weight because the fat suit's probably just you know worse i actually liked it uh i felt like thor probably had one of the best, I guess I want to say he was like the comeback player of the year. Because at first, I didn't like mm-hmm. Thor. I thought Thor was like one of the most boring original Avengers out there. And then Ragnarok came along. They made him funny. They made him interesting. And they really took Taika Waititi's Thor and transferred him over to Avengers Endgame. And it just worked. And he was hilarious. He had heart. He had this full story arc. He lost everything. And you can kind of physically see that this man was hurting and he was hiding it through his drinking and his humor. And I, yeah. I, I just loved it. I thought he was going to lose the weight like at some point, but no, they just made him fat the entire time. And I was okay with it. I, that's hilarious. I'm glad they kept the fat too because he's lovable. Because the first, like they made him said, relatable too, couple, right? The, yeah. First, the first two Thor movies, you're like, oh man, he's like a frat boy douche. You know, his name should be Chad and have, you know, the, the pop collar and, and shit or, you know, be named, uh, be named Tucker or something. Yeah. He was just like your, your average. Well, he was like a jock more or less. I don't even, he was more like your dumb jock. And then he like, he, you gave him, they gave him substance and then you see him be more human like and actually have feelings and care. And then, yeah, this came around and he shows that like, he's, he's more human like than he is godlike. Captain America. Um, Captain America is pretty much been the same person throughout the entirety of these MCU films. So I don't think he really progressed as much as a character. Do you think so? Yeah, no, I do. I think because between between what he saw and what happened, he I think he lost a lot of I think he lost a lot of faith in what he believed in in the first Avengers movie. Like he see the aliens yeah. and he remember he said to Peggy Carter, you know, there's only one God, ma'am, and he it ain't him. You know, and he like all of a sudden he's seen these aliens and he he started like, hey, maybe what I grew up believing is not real and it's not a thing. And it, it fucked him up. 
And I think you started to see that, like, even in like the in Infinity War, he had a darker side. He was gritty. He was willing to break some of the rules. He was willing to, like, do what was necessary. Yeah. I mean, because we re- rebelled against the the, uh, the registration act. He wasn't just um, about service and orders anymore. No, he was more like, it's about what's right, and it's about the freedom to choose, the freedom to, which is, he, dude, he's a libertarian's wet dream, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know? He's like, uh, it's a freedom to choose. And Tony was like, which is surprising because you think that the roles would be reversed. But, you know, it, but he, you've seen his character unfold. And then the PTSD, not only from war, from World War II, PTSD from the event, the events of Avengers. And then now he's seen all his fucking buddies die that where he, he probably had a little bit of guilt because he was against them at one point. You know, Tony and uh, whatever, Spider-Man or whatever. Now he has to like live with himself of having that guilt of oh they died and it's my fault. He probably blamed himself. So I think him seeing him have a little bit more than just like the good old boy, red, white, blue, let's knock him the Nazis out of the park, you know, kind of guy. Tony Stark also had um some really good character progression. We seen him go from that douchey billionaire playboy philanthropist who wouldn't make the sacrifice and Time and time again, he was always willing to make that sacrifice to the very end. We've seen it in the first Avengers with the nuclear bomb. We've seen it yeah. in the second Avengers with the big old boulder falling on Earth. This guy has been willing to fall on the grenade, as Captain America said he wouldn't, and he's kind of come full circle. And uh, yeah. I love him 3,000. That's what we can yeah. say about it. Yeah, it was foreshadowing. Like all the all the times he tried to he saved and make, was going to sacrifice himself. I think I think it was kind of foreshadowing to what he was going to do in the in the end game. It he went from person who had a weapons program and was killing you know responsible for a lot of deaths, and he realized you know when he got uh, kidnapped and, and thrown into that cave, he became who he was. He realized you know I could do something more, and he started this metamorphosis, kind of like much like Cat this metamorphosis of realizing what he stood for wasn't exactly what used to stand for wasn't exactly right. And what his father stood for wasn't exactly right. And Jebediah stone wasn't exactly, exactly right. So he kind of transcended into, okay, I'm going to be my own man and I got to make my own decisions and do what I think is right for once. And I sacrificing myself is the thing to do. And we saw it when like, but finally he, he did what he was meant to do, honestly. And it's going to suck because the movie's moving forward. It's hard to imagine them without Iron Man. Yeah, it makes you wonder who's going to replace Iron Man. Is it going to be yeah. the kid from well, Iron Man 3? Is it going to be his daughter? Is it going to be Riri Williams from the comics? We don't know. It's going to be could be War though. Machine. Could be War Machine. Oh, yeah, War Machine. I always forget about War Machine. <laughs> that's because it's, because it's, 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 uh, that's because it's Don Cheadle. You know, kind of Don Cheadle's that quiet, that quiet guy that no one... Uh, it assumes that no one thinks he's a one of the, an elite actor, and I think he really is. Hotel Rwanda was fucking amazing. It's not like we. It's not like we don't think he's an elite actor. It's just the character that he's playing. He's just a secondary character, and no one gives that character the props it deserves because but but Don Cheadle could definitely man. replace him. He has the well, charisma. Man. Well, man, maybe they should have kept Terrence, man. Man, you know? hey, man. Let me tell you something. Man, man. I'm just trying to sell my kept- CD, man. That's all yeah, it's hard out there. It's hard out there for a pimp, man. But uh, they should have. I mean, they should have kept Terrence, man. I'm, I'm not. Well, I'm not no. saying. Terrence, no. Nah, I'm not saying. The, Terrence Howard had the charisma and the swagger. Don Cheadle had the the acting chops. Terrence Howard fucked up a check. That's what Terrence Howard did. 
because Tony was, oh, you know, uh, Tony Stark is getting paid more than me. And yeah, no shit. He's the goddamn star of the show. He's fucking Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> At the time, Terrence Howard, I guess, was the bigger star, but you weren't the star of the film, so it's just natural. Yeah. But Terrence Howard claims that he got an 80% pay cut from Iron Man mm. 1 and Iron Man 2. So you got to ask yeah. yourself, if you get an 80% pay cut, would you stay on? But he wasn't I mean, thinking that far ahead. Yeah, see, Terrence Howard thought he was big enough to box with God, and he wasn't. Yeah. You know, he wasn't. He's not. He's not the guy. I mean, yeah, he's a great. He's a good actor. Uh, is he? Is he? Is he? Is he good enough to get Tony Stark money? Nope. Fuck no. Black maybe Widow. if he wouldn't have been killed off like a bitch in Four Brothers, he would maybe maybe he would have made something. He got killed <laughs> off like a bitch in Four Brothers. I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed Tony Stark. I mean, it's going to be hard to decide who's going to replace Iron Man if they even if they if, if they do at all. Maybe they don't. Maybe maybe they make him an artificial intelligence. Ah, they could. Well, we they already did that before. It was Ultron, and that failed. <laughs> It'd be expensive as fuck just to have Roddy Downey Jr. as a voice actor, but I, yeah, you don't want you don't want to pay for that. I don't know. We could see. I think maybe now that they have. I don't know how many more are they doing any more movies? Like, is this this is the last Avengers, right? Yep, we're just getting Spider-Man, and then we have to wait until May 2020 for an untitled movie. But uh, something's coming out May 2020. A lot of people are speculating it's going to be the Black Widow movie. So we'll Ugh. see. Do we really do we really need one of those? Um, it's probably going to be generic, but I think it's going to take place. It's going to be like a prequel. We're going to see why she uh. has red in her ledger. Maybe we'll find out what happened in Budapest with her and Hawkeye. Who knows? Yeah, Budapest. I want to hear about that story. It sounds like it's probably like, can they at least make a porn parody about it, or like, is it yeah, is it is it is it, is it, is it rated R? <laughs> a buddy cop film, a sitcom. Can we do that? Hey, Hawkeye is a happily there. married man with his children mm-hmm. and his bow and arrows. Yeah, but maybe he wasn't in Budapest. It's possible. Maybe he was getting booty in Budapest. Budapest would be booty. very fitting. It, it, dude, they have some fuck chemistry. Them too. They've had mm-hmm. some kid. They have. They have chemistry where, like, it's like I think you guys fucked at one point. You know, I heard a rumor that Captain America and Black Widow actually had a romance going, but they it was cut for time in the Avengers storyline when they were when they were still on the run. So uh, yeah, how would how would she find time to get that big green dick? Exactly, Bruce Bruce Brandon wasn't around, so she had to get that super serum. Right. Can you imagine when like Hulk's coming? He's just like oh, and just fucking like blast you just out of the house. Turns green, just Hulk's yeah, out. Yeah, just. It looks like Nickelodeon Gak, you know? <laughs> he bust out of his pants, of literally. Yeah, that's like, he hawked up. No, the little Hulk hawked up and blew his, and just blew his fucking back Hulk, bedroom wall out. Hulk definitely smashed. He definitely smashed that. Yeah. It's like super, it's like the question about Superman. Like, how does that happen? What do we do? What do, what do you do? For who? I wouldn't want to be the guy that gets Hulk's sloppy seconds. Like, Nah, there's like... Like, it's so wait, much did you... gamma radiation, first of all, and Satan woman's vagina. Yeah. Dick's yeah. gonna turn off, turn green. Dude, it's like Chernobyl in her vagina. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that gamma, gamma dick. Mm. Definitely don't no. want that. Fuck no. All right. Let's get into some spoilers. What was the coolest thing in Avengers Endgame? Define the coolest moment. thing? Best moment. <laughs> when he looked at Black Widow and goes, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, you ain't shit. <laughs> the fuck are you? That was, the most, 
That was the most gangster. That was the most gangster fucking point of that movie. He's like, I don't even know who you are. My best moment. She's like, you, you ruined my life. <laughs> my best so. moment was when Hawk wielded Mil- Milner and yeah. beat the shit out of Thanos with it for like five seconds. Because they yes. foreshadowed it in Age of Ultron when he like budged the hammer. But when he picked it up, I loved every second of it. And the combos he put together, I felt like I was watching Street Fighter, you know, 10 hit combos. Yeah. I was like, damn, he's fucking Thanos up. <laughs> that was pretty good. It was a 30 hit combo. Look like a video. Yeah, look like fucking. Yeah, look like fucking Mortal Kombat for sure. If you get a chance, just watch it on YouTube and just like put it in slow motion and just watch it all yeah. together. I'm going to count how many hits. That'd be fuck. That'd be fucking fun. Yeah. What do you What did you think about the scene where uh, all the portals opened up and uh, Doctor Strange said, "Is that everybody?" When when the Avengers are finally assembled. I thought it was a good visualization, and I thought that it was a perfect timing for them to do that. Because Doctor Strange, you're kind of thinking, okay, when at what point does he come in the fucking clutch? Because he's a he's a fucking Doctor Strange, and when they just they did it, that's when they did it. You're like, oh, got it. That's the perfect point to do it. Fuck that scene because that was not everyone because the defenders were nowhere to be found. Where, like, where the fuck were they? Where was Luke Cage where, at? Where was, where was Deadpool? Where was Jessica Jones? Where was De- Jessica Jones? Deadpool? Where was um? Where was the uh, Iron Fist? The X- X-Force? Right. Where's the defenders? Yeah, right. Exactly. Where's um? Where was shit, uh, X- Iron X-Men? Fist girlfriend? Uh, Lei Wong. I don't want to. Lei Wong? Fuck, I don't know. Wing? Dude. Colleen Wing? Does anybody really care about Iron Fist? Where where <laughs> was point? the business guy that was in oh, the first? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, where the fuck? Hey, where was um where's where's Kingpin? Where's Juggernaut? Where's uh Yeah, they I'm have some stake fucking, in this. Yeah, I'm running I'm running I'm fucking thinking like they, they should just call to arms, dude. You're where was Hammer space. from Iron Man 2 that the Where was he at? Yeah. Where's Should Justin? We, yeah, exactly. Where's Justin Hammer? Where's um the arch nemesis and Luke Cage? You know, she was the, yeah, the female. Cottonmouth. Yeah, Cottonmouth. What the fuck is that motherfucker? You clearly did not get everyone. Wong. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Right. Where's, where was Daredevil? Where was fucking? Where was Matt Murdock? See, the cop out is, if they would have brought those two, that would have been the scenario where they would have lost. That's I can see the Russo saying some shit like that. Yeah, that's true. Because they t- Daredevil, man. Where was these Agents of Shield? Agents of Shield. Look at the budget, bro. Budget. You know, budget. You know how <laughs> Deadpool that. was. You know how much they money they, they spent. They could afford Deadpool and 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 all the I defenders. Know. But Deadpool would have made like a fucking joke. He's like, oh, you know, they could afford me, but they can't afford Charles Xavier. <laughs> like, where the fuck is Professor X? <laughs> I think they couldn't do they couldn't do Deadpool because of the Fox thing wasn't a done deal yet. I know, I know, I know. But it would have been it's, hilarious. It's coming, motherfuckers. It's coming. It's coming. One of these days. I think they're just gonna keep them separate. I don't know. I don't know. If- I don't know. I I just beg for like one scene, just one scene. Give me one scene. Should he cross over with Spider Man? I actually heard a rumor that they were. Talking and talks about maybe doing a, the, the third Spider-Man movie. Yeah, has has Deadpool appearing in it. That that'd be awesome because they're that like would be, exactly the same. Well, they they well, I mean, not exactly the same, but they're both not witty. The movies. Yeah, the, the, the comic books they definitely the are comic very books similar. they're witty, but the movie well, versions Spider-Man is really toned down with the wittiness. Yeah, De- Deadpool is. Um, I mean, Spider-Man in the comics, he's a little bit more 
toned down because Deadpool's so goddamn dark. Yeah, know? Spider-Man's just the PG version of Deadpool yeah, in terms so dark of and like, the trash yeah. talking. They're going to do something. It's going to be in like 10 years, you know, when Ryan Reynolds is too old, probably. But it, it wouldn't work because Deadpool just has to curse. And, you know, Spider-Man yes. is going to be kid-friendly. So yeah. they're going to ruin Deadpool. He doesn't. Well, yeah, I don't know how that would work. You can't just make Deadpool PG-13. I mean, I've seen Deadpool in things where he was PG-13, not the X-Men movie. And uh, Spider-Man, the animated series, when I was a kid, Deadpool made it a couple appearances, but he was cheesy because he couldn't say cock or motherfucker or yeah. you know dick and balls and shit. But he was just like, he couldn't make fucking dick jokes. It was just more like... Your typical 90s. He reminded me of Raphael from the uh, Ninja Turtles. He was kind of like edgy, but like cheesy edgy. Yeah, yeah. we don't want. I'm that. actually pretty. I'm pretty. Cons- I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's the same. The guy that voiced Raphael in Ninja Turtles voiced Deadpool in Spider Man. Now that I think about it, I'm gonna have to go look that up. Yeah, similar voices. Did you see John Wick? Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Okay, okay, we're gonna review. It. Uh, yeah, fucking. There's really nothing you could. I mean, there's nothing to review on it for me. It's just like it's they the fuck shit, with him. Right? They fuck with him. You're gonna get dealt with. You're gonna get got. I kind of want this series to be over. I was hoping there was not going to be a sequel, but spoiler alert: there's going to be a John Wick four. Hopefully, it's the final fucking chapter because it's only so many ways you can creatively shoot a guy in the head, and this guy's plot armor is a one because there's so many scenes where gunmen run within arm's reach of John Wick just to have their brain splattered seconds later. So it, I don't I don't want to say it anymore. But he had some creative kills. They kind of spiced yeah. it up a little bit. Like he killed yeah, a guy with a fucking like, horse. How much more creative do you need to be and how much the writers are probably like running out of ideas to come up with more ways, intricate ways to murder somebody. Like he's killed people with yeah. books, guns of course. Yeah. Horses, pencils. You can only you can only be so productive with that. Eventually, you're just like, okay, oh, here's the thing, abstract for you. He kills somebody with a gun. <gasps> um, what do you rank it as? Is it the best John Wick so far, though? I think this. I think I think the second one's the best, just because like I think the action was just a little bit thicker, and I think you were at this because the second one, like the first one, was so over the top, and then the second went the second one went above that. And you're like, okay, this is as far as we come now. And then the third one topped that, but it was too, it's too much. It's just ridiculous. So you, yeah, because so, so John Wick 2 is that, that intermediate, that, that above, that, or that middle ground, you know. But you can't tell me that dog scene wasn't badass. Didn't like it? Uh, no. I mean, I don't like it. It's so weird. I, I'm like, I don't have a dog, but like I have weird thing with like pets and animals being involved in situations like that. I'm like, what if that goes wrong in in filming? You know, what if what if something with that animal happens, gets hurt? You know, I'm like Peter more concerned. With the yeah, it, yeah, be, be, but I'm not like militant like Peta or you know just <laughs> disingenuous like they are um, because they murder dogs every day. But um, I would <laughs> they do they you know, but I would be more like I'm just thinking like man, that could go so fucking wrong in so many ways. I thought it brought something different to this franchise that was getting a little stale to me. I still think this franchise has gotten stale, but I, I like the variety that it added. And yeah. Plus, you got to see Holly Berry kick ass. She's pretty much the female version of John Wick. And if they do a spinoff, she probably yeah. might get her own franchise. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't want to see this shit anymore, but it got Yeah, happen. we live in a genre filled with like nostalgia 
and also like shoot 'em ups like this. Like they did the Equalizer, and then they did the second one. You can't do though any more of those because Denzel Washington is fucking a hundred years old. Okay, you you can't. It's it's time to start making it believable. Then you get like John Wick. It's like never mind. We'll go back to the Equalizer because this is so fucking over the top. And then you see Halle Berry. You used to not seeing it. You see, I mean, she was in Swordfish and you know uh, Monsters Ball, where she had to play a bad bitch, you know. But in you know, Double O Seven, she was Double O Seven. That too. Um, but when she came out of that water in that scene, when she came out of the water in Double O Seven, uh, was it uh, Die? An- was it was it was it Die Another Day? Yeah, the one of the worst Double O Seven films. Yeah, out there. yeah. I mean, it was terrible. It was fucking awful. But like, she was amazing. Then, like you added, like you see that you're like, okay, now I can watch it because you're adding, you're adding a different, different arc to this. Man. It's Halle Berry. How can you fuck that up? You can't. She's in the. She's still hot. Room. She's so. She's so hot. God. She doesn't age. Even at her, she doesn't age. No, she's she's a the the, the what do they say the odor the berry the sweeter the juice. <laughs> Black the berry. Nah. I see what you did. I see what you did there. <laughs> Uh, but, um, she's a, she's definitely one of the best. I mean, she doesn't age. She takes care of herself. She, you know, trains in, 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 in uh, in, in shooting, goes to the range and, and likes to shoot. Reeves, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And any girl who's, any girl who is running, is running around doing that at her age, a woman that's doing that at her age, props, props to you. I can't even tell you how, how old she is. I'm, I'm sure she's in a what, forties? But she looks like she's in her thirties. She's no, she's definitely in her fifty. I think she's fifty. Oh. I'm gonna look it up right here. Fifty. I'm, I'm 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 looking it up. She's fifty two. Wow, you're quick. Are you guessing? No, I don't. I don't know. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. That's my. That's okay, my you're guess. guessing. Okay, let me let me see, Hallie. What are, you, what are you guessing before you look it up? I'm okay. Not not looking. I say she's fifty three. Okay. All right, let's if let's you're see the you lose. She is wow. She is. She'll be fifty three in August, so she's fifty two right now. Called it, called it. Say, and I was almost there. I was a few months off, but you were almost first. She is, yeah. Oh, ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, uh, but she, yeah, she's um, she's definitely timeless. What was I about to say? Lost my train of thought. I'm gonna edit the fuck out of this. Um, yeah, I think the reason why I'm getting uh, tired of John Wick is because there's just no story. And I feel like there's a lot of rules that we don't know about with the Continental and the, the markers and the coins. There's a story there and they haven't really explored it. And I feel like we're on the outside looking in. And I'm kind of interested in how this world works because they're literally killing people on the street and no one is reacting to it is is assassins like a norm in this universe is that something that's just but, accepted you know but you gotta right? look at all yeah but you gotta look at all these movies like that when does the cops like when is the cop i mean i guess the cops kind of like respond the same way they respond in real life it takes them fucking forever but like when you see like murders and happen in movies you're like Dude, where the fuck are the cops? So where's the ambulance? Where's the fire? Where's people? I mean, you hear people like in mass pandemonium, but like, there's no one being like, "Stop that guy!" I was affected about it's, it, and that was weird. My favorite, my favorite is this: "Sir, get out of your car. I need to use your car." Fuck, fuck what? You. Fuck you! <laughs> like, this is a police matter. I need your car. Like, that always happens in like the buddy cop movies. I need yeah. your car. Like little bad boys. Yeah. Like, damn, grandma needs to get this driving car. or some Damn. Shit. 
Yeah, Dan Marino gets to get, get this car. Not this particular car. I'm going to fuck this up. But, like, you know, he needs to get this car right here. It's like, I need your car, sir. Get out of your car. That's not fucking real. And actually, I've talked to a few cops. They're like, that's not a thing. It's a, it's a, it's a law in, in some places, but, like, not a real law. It's more like a guideline. They're like, and you, it's like a last case, worst scenario. If we're yeah. in a high speed chase, we don't fucking need to borrow somebody's car. Chances are the person's already gone. Or you just call for backup and identify the vehicle. Someone's probably going to be in the area. Yeah. Hey, give up. It's over. You exactly. give up pursuit. Do not pursue. Unless the guy kidnapped the fucking president, I don't think you really need to come. Well, there are circumstances, sir, but I think drones usually take care of that. By the well, way, there's now, there's going to be another Olympus has fallen movie with Gerard Butler. I don't know if you saw the trailer, dude. Fuck Gerard, dude. I I hate. Listen, dude. Gerard Butler is not awful. <laughs> he's so bad. God, he's bad. Like he was cool. Like when he came out with Three Hundred, and like he came, he did like the romantic comedy, ironic, you know, those things. But like, he's like he's. He's one of those dudes that, like, he's aged, and you're like, oh, you're you haven't not this has not hit you well. And then you find out, like, oh, you know those uh, abs that he had in 300, not CGI. real. Yeah, Photoshop, not real. On. Yeah, yeah, spray spray painted spray, on or like you know tan. like airbrush. Yeah, you're like, oh, dude, look at how fucking chiseled those guys are. Michael him and Michael Fassbender out there running. And you're like, wait, not real, didn't happen. Did not happen. Just, just had us in the gym doing thousands of sit-ups trying to untain the unattainable. Shame on you assholes. Shame. Yeah. So we had all these fucking guys like, I could get fucking Spartan abs if I did the Spartan race. That's not the same thing. That's different things. Dude, I could be a like Spartan Spartans. athlete. No, I don't even know. if dude, From what I think, the, they, they said Spartans did not look like that. Anyway, they didn't look like Gerard Butler either. You seen Greeks? Have you seen Greeks? I mean, Greeks look like Italians. Have you seen Italians? They don't look like that. They don't look like Gerard Butler, who's clearly fucking Irish. No, they look. They all look like Tony Soprano. By the way, Gerard <laughs> Butler probably has one of the worst American accents ever. You can always hear his accent. It's 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 absolute shit. It's absolute shit. Um, there's another girl. She's Australian, and she was just in that movie with um. I just saw it the other day. Um, she was with it was in Seth it was Seth Rogen. Um, oh, I know she was like about. his wife, neighbors. But um, she was also just in that Mark Wahlberg movie that was fucking sad, by the way. Oh, I thought um, you were going to talk about that long shot movie. I did see that though. No, no, but she she was uh she was in this movie with Mark Wahlberg about them adopting kids. Anyway, she's Australian, and I'm like. You, you, she's had Australian accents in other movies, and you're like, why is she just? Why can't she just be Australian in all these movies? But like, she's like put on an American accent. I'm like, ah, no, you can, you can tell. There's so, and then there's Americans who try to do like Southern accents, and there's like, yeah. like, I, I hate people who are who cannot do a Southern accent or who try too hard, and it's it sounds like the easiest the accent style. to do. It is no because there's two different there's like variations like if you do the southern antebellum like plantation owner which is what most of them do I do just well like Colonel Sanders well, like I they say, all know well I talking. say now I say, I say I, like the like the chicken from yeah from Looney Tunes like no one, talk, no one talks like that and then you see these people like 
well, I do declare, and like it's 2019 in your universe, and you're going, well, I do declare now, I do say that if I can just not myself about God, you know, and you're like, no one talks like that in the South. Yeah. Like, the, it might be somewhere deep where like they refuse to change. Well, Alabama refuses to change, but if they refuse to change their entire like language, they probably, some of them do talk like that, but I haven't heard it. They're not changing shit in Alabama. It's just kind of like, it's 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 disingenuous to think that that these movies are just gonna adapt and change to your will and like John Wick is not one of those movies. John Wick is not one of those franchises. Well, I believe I told you this, but they're gonna adapt a series based of off. Of course, they are. What else is around the continental? So that's gonna flesh uh, out the story a little bit. But uh, I kind of want it in the movies, but we're not gonna get that. So we're gonna have to wait till the show comes out. Maybe it'll be on Amazon. I'll watch it. Well, what about the Game hell? of Thrones? Fuck yeah, dude! I've been waiting the entire this entire. What we've episode all been waiting about. for. So this season was <sighs> disappointing to a lot of people, including me. I didn't mm. like the way that a lot of characters were developed. I think character development was it's kind of like they forgot about character development. I believe DB mm. Wise or uh, Ben Off said that about Danny kind of forgetting about the Iron Fleet. How the fuck does that happen? You're on a goddamn mm-hmm. dragon. How do you not see a fleet of ships with a bird's eye view? What did you think of the season, man? I can go on and on about the things I hated about this. What are I thoughts? thought it was late, like you with the story arts. I think it was lazy writing from start to finish. But here's why I think it was lazy writing. And I'm not giving making excuses for D&D and George R. R. Martin and, and HBO. I, I legitimately think that they were just over. They were done. They were going to go make Star Wars. They're writing Star the new Star Wars coming out. And I think that because they ran out of the George R. R. Martin stopped writing was probably a little bit of little bit of detriment. It kind of helped bring the laziness to the to the to the, the season. They were over it. And but then, dude, like I said earlier in the show, like six, having four or five seasons or something is a long time. And a lot of writing and exhausting, I'm sure. I've never, I'm not a writer. I just hear people who are involved with writing certain things, like just as simple as a play or um, just a a simple, like, independent movie. I know people who do write those things. They're like, dude, writing is so hard. And to do it for eight seasons, you're burned out. And I understand that there's fans, there's there's a very loyal fan base that expected these things. But you got to understand, I put, I try to put myself in these guys' shoes, man. They've been doing this for 10 years almost because they started uh, writing it in 2009. For 10 years, these guys are writing this show that George R. R. Martin, this universe that George R. R. Martin created. It's kind of hard to create on, on paper a script about dragons and ice, uh, white walkers and, um, and, and dwarfs and, 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 you know, all this other shit, giants and all this other shit. And then they've been doing it for eight seasons. And then eventually they were just like, I'm, I'm burned out. And I don't know. And I, and I think we just need to go ahead and cut it, which it sucks because we as fans are like, this is the, this is this legacy that we've waited seven seasons. And now this is its legacy. It went out hobbling as one of the, it's one of the, it's still one of the greatest shows of all time. Probably the greatest HBO series of all time, the greatest HBO series of all time. And it went out hobbling. I understand what you're what you're trying to say about writing is hard, and they were probably burnt out. 
but they got an extra year to write six episodes and this is the shit they gave us hbo even said hey we'll give you more episodes we'll give you more seasons we even i don't know if they said we'll give you more money but they definitely had the chance to get this shit right and uh, them being burnt out is is not an excuse that's going to fly with me because they had plenty of time to get this shit right and they pretty much just rushed the fuck out of it so they can go do some shitty star wars trilogy and i hope it i don't hope it sucks but (laughs) Oh, that fucking thing bombs. Oh, that fucking thing is seven. I don't, I don't care. They, they should have got it right and they didn't, or they should have let somebody else write it. This was. Let's set this motherfucker on fire. Are you wait? Are you gonna Jay and Silent Bob it? Where you're gonna get to stop Star Wars from being made just despite against the Game of Thrones? I don't even watch Star Wars, so I, I don't personally. I don't care. I'm not gonna go see it. We're gonna shit out our shit. Yeah. We're gonna stop this fucking movie from being made. Um, there's gonna no, be some man. people out there that'll boycott it, though. That's for sure. No, well, those people are fucking pussies. I'm sorry. I hate. I just so. I'm so tired of people petitioning about stupid shit that doesn't matter. Why aren't you petitioning about better education in schools? Why aren't you petitioning about the fucking hungry, the starving, or the you know the poor and the yeah, but I it's not know, entertaining. Other. I know, but other problem. Yeah, I know. Fucking childhood <laughs> hunger is not entertaining, and I'm hey, I'm sorry, Chaz, that it can't be entertaining. Fuck about those. Ki- fuck them kids. Fuck uh, them. Kids. Fuck those kids, bitch. I want my fucking season. I want my season not a Game of Thrones, motherfucker. Um, but like that's the thing people petition about. It's like, oh, I knew I wasn't happy. The, the show writers didn't make me happy, and I want to redo it. Hey, dude, no one gives a fuck. No one. I mean, pe- not I redone. care about your. I care about your opinion. People care about your opinion, but the writers do not give a shit about our opinion because we don't fucking matter in the long run. Because you know what? That matters. That. That. Dollar, dollar bill, and, then, and, and then Luke, Star Wars, Disney's going to be like, hey, we'll give you this much money if you write this. Okay. See you, HBO. Bye. You're going to probably, you're probably gone after this anyway. No one fucking watches they HBO. They already got their check. You could tell they already yeah. got paid. Yeah. They're fucking done, son. And then, but again, they had a they wrote the show it's 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 they could have made it yes they could have made it longer they could have stretched it out the fact that they the way they did it was fucking annoying but i am sitting here as a rational person going petitioning to for someone no there was a petition for someone to make another season eight and i'm like okay if you think you're so fucking good and you want to petition this why don't you fucking write it bitch why don't you the person that started the petition why don't you go write it Go do a GoFundMe. No, this is probably going to be just. It's going to be probably worse. Because you're just telling I me mean, to no, forget everything I've I've already seen, and this is now canon, and it's it just takes me out of the realm of reality. Even why don't they canon. do this when they reboot it in fucking eight, you know, ten years? Because they're going to. That's what they're going to do. You know Google's damn well Hollywood is going to reboot. No, re, they're going to reboot Game of Thrones in ten years. And they're going to make a new, completely entirely different series. And it's going to be different from what we saw 10 years ago. Erase everything. It'll be in like 10, 15 years. I'm willing to bet somebody will come along, buy the rights to it, say, okay, this is the Game of Thrones we should have had. And I'm pretty sure there'll be some elements of the, of the, the original series. But I think season they'll do a season 9 or 10 or 11. And I think they'll stretch the story arcs out. It's just weird, man, because it just didn't – they just abandoned. A lot. That's what makes me mad about it was, was why I was lazy because they just – I don't care that they did six episodes. I'm care, mad about it. They just said, oh, all these little uh, subplots, fuck them. Fuck it. 
I think if Game of Thrones gets gets rebooted, it gets rebooted as a movie. Lord of oh, Rings, man. it started off as a movie trilogy and now it's going to become a TV show. I think Game of Thrones but, goes in the opposite direction. But like George R. R. Martin has said, because they, I was reading up on it and they said that they originally wanted him to do a movie sh- move franchise like Lord of the Rings. And he said, you cannot put all those stories that I have in, 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 in a trilogy. He said, or a movie, so you can't do it. He said, it has to be a TV show. And I agree. If you look at seasons one through seven, there's no way that could be a fucking Lord of the they Rings. Have to was, cut out a lot. But Lord of the Rings was not as long as even as books. That they, they, I think the, I think the Game of Thrones had each book was like thick as shit. I don't even know how many pages, but it was twice as long as any Lord of the Rings book. And those were some big ass books, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they were twice long. Yeah, they were twice as long. And he's like, you couldn't put those stories in a movie. Lord of the Rings, it, it worked because it was not as long. But I don't know. That old man just fucking probably should have just stopped, just started writing again. That geriatric fuck. He was, you know what he was doing though? He was fucking around for too long after season six. And he was just like, oh, maybe I'll write some, maybe I won't. And he like kept fucking like holding the guy, the stupid fucking books hostage. He was probably getting you know? so much ass. He didn't have time to write. Oh, books, yeah. You know? we, he's, yeah. He has a lot of money to buy all the dick pills, I guess, to get get it working. Dude, he he's like he's like a fucking. He looks like a fucking like he would in in Game of Thrones if he was a Game of Thrones character. George R. R. Martin would have been like some weird fucking giant. Like he'd have been like a giant. He'd been like Hodor. He could have been like Hodor's dad. He kind of looks like he would make a good dwarf. Like yeah, he kind of dresses Hodor. like just short yeah. and fat and stocky. He could have been like a like an extra in King's Landing, you know, just like this old like, or he could have been one of the, like the part of the set, you know. So what you're saying and, is you he, blame you blame George R. R. Martin too. Is that what you're saying? A little bit, a little bit. He kind of stalled on the on writing the books, but like they didn't really need they 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 didn't really need him because the they was like our right, season seven was pretty good. They didn't need it. And then season eight came along and they're like, oh, we're fucking done. We're doing Star Wars and this is it. And this we're just gonna shit on everybody, which is fine because you can do what you want. People still gonna watch it, and they did. Even though it's the lowest rated season, people still fucking watched it. Unless I'm wrong, and I know a lot of people, million, everybody, a lot of people around the world watch that shit. I bet a so lot of people they got what they wanted. To HBO too. <laughs> Well, that's true. And guess what? They made them money. They got their ratings. They got the fuck out. They fuck rode off D&D. into the sunset. Fuck D and D. Fuck Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Disney. I hope that fucking. I hope that Star Wars fucking crashes and burns. And I love Star Wars. <laughs> Just in right, spite of this fucking asshole. Talk about some of the characters. Uh, okay. I want to dive into Jamie's character development. It was kind of thrown out the window, and when he runs back to Cersei, because he had this whole redemption mm. arc going for him, and. I feel like the writers just said, fuck it. Let's just have him say, I'm an evil dude and I don't care about people. I hated it. He just hit it dude, and it quit did. it and left Brienne yeah. crying. Like, it's fucked up. It didn't make sense. Why even just fuck, why make make her, make him climb that tree and, 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 and then go back to Cersei? Like, the whole entire point of the show is him slowly redeeming himself and he's just like, oh, I'm a bad dude. I think I'm gonna go, go fuck my sister, go save my sister. Like, dude, you knew she was not. You were just gonna go on the die with her, and say you could have had a better life with Brienne at Winterfell or whatever, exactly, or whatever you wanted to do because you'd have been. I mean, Daenerys supposedly would have been showed you mercy. Actually, no, she wouldn't have because she would have. Well, you know what? I take it back. He was destined to die because she had him locked up, and then Tyrion set him free. But 
if John Snow locked up because he went to Cersei. He was trying to get to Cersei, and he got caught off screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he got caught off screen. So, uh, but like, still, had he would just said, you know, let me stay and we stick with the plan. Why even go back to Winterfell and be like, hey, yeah, um, you know, your grace, um, I'm gonna help you guys fight the Battle of the White Walkers, and then survive that, only to go back have sex with Brienne, and then only to, first of all, ugh, second, you know, then we go back to his sister. Uh, why? This makes sense. You're right. It doesn't make sense. That's what the incest vagina does to you. It messes up your, your redemption morals. Alabama and, would know. Yeah. He's, you think, yeah, they would probably fit perfectly in Alabama. What's wrong perfectly. with everybody saying about how nasty it is to fuck your sister? I do it all the time. <laughs> My sister wife loves it. Mom, they She calls me uncle daddy. All right. Cersei. I think Cersei was pretty much wasted this entire season. She basically mm-hmm. just looked out of a window and the did nothing. Wine. That's that's it. Wine. She looked out of a window and talked to Euron. The Red Keep is the most safest, the most safest in the blah blah blah. Like, he's, like, he's like, bitch, do you not see what's going on right now? <laughs> the scorpions will like, take care right, of a dragon. If I, if I was him, I'm like, I'm getting the absolute. I'd be like, I'm absolutely getting the fuck out of here. But they. Cersei, that was the most unsatisfying death. She deserved to die a slow, painful, excruciating death. She Somebody deserved, deserved to kill her. Like someone needed to look her in the eyes, if anything, and at least take a sword through her fucking heart. But no, she. I don't died know, man. I, I think that was even. Nah, I think that's too merciful. And even like if Daenerys would have just said Dracarys and and burned her, that's still too quick for me. I mean, yeah, I mean, it would have been unsatisfying, Jamie, unsatisfying and too quick, but at least she would have had some character interaction with the people that she Jamie hurt. killing her, Jamie killing her, stabbing her while he's looking at her in the eye would have been fulfilling for me. I would have been like... As the buildings were collapsing or just in general? Yeah, just in general, like if they somehow played it out, like he, he just made it before the building started collapsing. She's like, I'm here, and then, you know... He just like like he like Jon Snow did to Daenerys, just kind of yeah, like yeah, kissed yeah. her and just like you know shanked her. They could have like, did like both do it like the yeah, same like, time. Maybe Cersei makes it to the boat and Jamie's there, yeah. and she thinks Jamie's just gonna whisk her off to the sunset, and he kills her or some shit. That would have been yeah. He drowns her like he drowns her in the fucking yeah. water. Oh yeah, that would have been perfect. Been, the, he would have been like blah, 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 like you deserve <laughs> this and you killed all my kids and blah, blah, blah. that's it. Yeah, that's a good one. Should should have pitched that to fucking D and D. Not that they would have listened, instead, but they'll listen to a goddamn fucking petition. Instead, she she died in comforting arms, like she had this sense of peace and calmness right before death. And I did not think her character deserved that. Did not deserve it. She did not. Best season ever. Yeah. Oh, I get, dude. It's so just so unsatisfying. She's the most the most. She's second most responsible person for the game of the game of thrones and that entire shit going down the way it did was mostly because of her and Littlefinger. Oh yeah, Littlefinger kind of started this whole thing, didn't he? Yeah, he killed Lord Aaron. And Lord Aaron was the, the I catalyst like, with I don't like Littlefinger's death either. I don't like Nah, I like that. That was cool. I was cool with it. Because he begged for his life. He yeah. begged for his life. Yeah, and I like that. And, and Arya just like coldly just was like he started like begging again. She's like, "No, I'm done. We're yeah, gonna we've we heard. Yeah, your I kind of wanted it. to be Unser- painful. Unser- yeah, unceremoniously. Yeah, I heard it's like 
when they get your throat slit, I heard it's like you it's don't like, feel pain. Yeah, you feel the, you feel the, the life leaving your body, but you don't really feel pain. You probably go cold pretty quickly too. Oh yeah. If anyone knows quick. how it feels, to have your throat slit. Just oh, there's just people messages. who survive that shit. Yeah, you can yeah, survive. Just hit me up. Just let us know. Yeah, we'll yeah. invite you in the show, and you can uh you can relive that experience. And, yeah, we're not gonna. I mean, not like relive it, like do it again and show us, like you going, oh, yeah, you know, no. Nah, but I would just like just give us a story. It's an open hole. That's been the theme of the night: open holes and dildos and microwaves, like yeah, dicks and uh, microwaves. What's the name of the show again? This this episode, sticking dicks and microwaves. Dicks and oh. microwaves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would that would be like, oh, this is an interesting show. I think I'll. I think I'll listen to this. Oh, this is not even, not like, well, dick, this dick, is dick, exactly dick, how dick. I thought it would be. Dick, 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 This guy's talking about dicks the entire episode. Speaking of dicks, Tyrion, we got to talk about him and his magical cock. Magical cock and his whole mongering and the fact that the motherfucker was all of a sudden the biggest dumbass <laughs> in the king, the seven kingdoms, all of a sudden. Just, he went from being, uh, I drink and I know things to... I stopped drinking and I, I don't whoremonger anymore and I don't really know shit. And my McQueen thinks I'm an idiot. Maybe that was the problem. He stopped drinking. He didn't have a belly full of wine and a Is woman that? wrapped around his cork. That's, That's what I'm saying, dude. Like the best minds in history were either drunks or artists in history, were either drunks or fucking drug addicts or they like they were they were ha- pussy hounds, you know. And and one of the stupidest th- things he did was take everybody to the to the crypt where yeah. the fucking night king has the ability to raise the dead. Yeah. Well, no one should even fans knew like before that when they were like, I remember going, they were like, well, we're going to put people down in the crypt. I'm like, wait, what? And then because like, ah, oh, they won't add that. They, they, they'll just, that's just another loophole. The D and D will just throw in there. Like we kind of forgot, you know, that there was these, <laughs> those memes. We kind of forgot that, you know, the, that, the, you know, that there was people, dead people down there. <laughs> I kind of forgot. Yeah, we kind of forget. We just fell asleep. kind of forget. We just fell asleep while we were writing it. No big deal. Um, we took some Nyquil. No big deal. Um, Did you like that episode? The one with the the Night the King episode. Night? Or the, the long night. Uh, no, I couldn't see can, shit. I couldn't see a damn thing. I had to I had to turn my lights off, all my lights off to see, and turn the brightness of my TV. And it kind of worked. And then, but then it was like, hey, the military tactical planning situation. Let me talk about that. I'm not the biggest military tactician. You know, I'm not General Mattis or you know Stanley McChrystal or anything. But like, I know is you had those trebuchets, and why are they not used to light up the sky before you send a fucking Dothraki in? You just sent the Dothraki in. To Who, get by the way, in. were wiped out and no, showed up wiped out. three episodes later. I disagree with you. There was more Dothraki than you think there were. I guess. But, uh, we just kind of forget she, about them. Remember, she reunited, she united all the tribes of the Dothraki and brought them with her. Anyway, I don't know how she fed all them fucking people. They didn't talk about logistics. Never did. It was just like, uh, yeah. They talked they, about it once, but they didn't really go into it. Sansa said, how eating. do we expect to feed all these people? Yeah, that was like the first time someone ever mentioned, mentioned logistics. Did anybody ever mention HR? It was just like, hey man, so like no. my leave form got fucked People up. People were just and getting like, raped, you know, probably left and right. Yeah, there's no sharp program. Like there's no like sexual Nothing. harassment. Like and the like, wildlings. Hey, um, you know the wildlings yeah, just take whatever they want. They take whatever they want. They're like, hey, um, Tormund sexually harassed me. Can I file a uh, undisclosed? Poor Brienne. Uh, 
sexually harassed yeah, and like one night stands. She just couldn't catch a break. Yeah, yeah. She she could have filed a report, but um, there's no HR. But then there's yeah. also no logistics. And then like anyway, so you fire <laughs> the trebuchets, and then there's a light up the sky to see where all these fucking these night walk or these you know yeah night walkers or uh, white walkers zombies. Are. And then then you've seen this, the Dothraki in blindly with no lights, and then. Also, you're just trying to close them in to flank them. Then you don't light the trench immediately. And then when they started fucking, how, how, why was there one trench, first of all? One, they lit one trench and it was just one trench. What do you think? Okay, they're getting through. They're killing each other to get through to, to put the trench out. Let's light another one. Just keep flaming, flaming them out or some shit. Then Viserion. Where was Viserion the entire time? All of a sudden, he just comes out of nowhere and starts, you know, torturing the place. And then, like, it just doesn't make sense that, like, oh, and the placement of the dragons. Like, why the fuck would John? Like, she just land all of a sudden in the middle of a horde of White Walkers. Did not make sense. Did not make sense. And Jon Snow was like, gets off his thing. He's like, let's fight Night King. And the Night King's just like, nah, man, I'm, I'm, I got other things to do. You know, you're, you're easy picking. So he raises the dead. Why didn't Jon Snow see that? Oh, because he knows nothing. Not only that, how did Jon Snow survive? He was surrounded by the the Walkers. Jamie Lannister was surrounded by the Walkers. Brienne was surrounded by Walkers. Sam Tarly was on the ground the entire episode. The worst fighter in the history of the show, and he somehow survives without a scratch. How does that happen? Dude... You know that like that guy in basic training that's just kind of like fat dude, and he like somehow gets passed along. Like he, he just still passes, and like he, gets, he just yeah, he just gets like just like the drill sergeant's just kind of like we don't fucking feel like dealing with him and recycling him. But yeah. he hasn't. He's not that shitty. We're to the point we need to. But hey, he's just like he's a good guy. Here. Yeah, he's a good guy. He tries hard. That's Sam, and there's a lot of people like Sam in life. You know, they just kind of like sh- trot through and just manage to get by and survive. That's all that is. But Sam is a good guy. His main purpose was to tell. Yeah, he, his main purpose was to tell um, John the, the truth, to tell to tell the story, and then that was it. We don't need you anymore. Okay, your get your 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 arc with Gilly has been completed. Okay, great, congratulations. You can just be like, hey, John, since this is over, fuck 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 Cersei. I think I'm just gonna get the fuck out of here because I wasn't even supposed to survive the White Walkers. Somehow he survived. And he really, and then like, the dude was like, "Oh man, you're scared. Why are you always a coward?" And he's, he'd be like, "He, he should have been like, because I'm a fucking coward, dude." He's like, "You should know this by shit. now. Why are you, why are you surprised by this?" He's like, "He's like, oh, I defeated a White Walker. I was one of the first to defeat a White Walker. That was oh, yeah, fucking luck, Sam. That was luck, Sam. But you just, you know, just tripped and fell on your sword." Yeah, That's literally. Yeah, fell on the sword. Um, um what's that girl's know. name that killed the giant? I can't remember her name. Oh, uh, Leanna Mormont. Yeah. She was badass. She went out like a G. Poor. Ah, yeah. She went out like a complete gangster that she is. More That little girl played the fucking shit out of that role, though. I can't wait to see her in other stuff. She had a lot of charisma and confidence on screen for someone so young. <laughs> the best look she gave was she looked. She gave Ramsey that Bolton that fucking look of, like, disgust. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. She's like... Or then she told John, uh, I'm not a, the, oh, uh, Sansa was like in season seven, she was like, you know, you're just as beautiful. You'll be just as beautiful as your mother. And she's like, yeah, I doubt it. My mother wasn't beautiful and I don't think I'm going to be any either. I, my mother was a fighter. She spoke her mind, kind of like the hound. Yeah. And then she's like, I can't too fight. She's sitting there telling uh, 
the Jorah, I can't too fight. Like, all right, you can be out there. All right, he's like, all right, milady, you got it. You're, the, the sword you're holding is bigger than you, but okay. We got so many characters to run through. What did you think about the Hound and his story arc and how it ended and came full circle? Poetic, poetic, poetic. He died. He died by he. His life was messed. Uh, was ruined by fire, and he ended it by fire. And it ended with fire, and yeah. we'll never get to hear him say the c word ever again. Gunt. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, you lots fucking. Lots of people. Lots of lots of. No, he goes. She goes. Lots of people name this so it's Yeah, lots of cunts. <laughs> that was the best. That was the best one. If you ever get Fuck a chance, just, if you ever get a chance, watch the YouTube video of uh, the hound just roasting people for ten minutes. Oh yeah, I, I saw that. It's There's hilarious. also him, him and Tormund singing a song together. I've I've, seen, I've watched that like six times because it's so <laughs> out of place for the dude. He sings like a he's singing like an old folk song on an acoustic guitar inside of a screen door window or screen door, and he's like, it's like a happy little tune. I've never heard of it because it's probably like a British thing, but like he's like strumming and singing it, and like Tormund jumps in on it, and they start singing together. If they if they do a Game of Thrones spinoff, which they are, I wouldn't mind seeing a Hound spinoff. It would have to be a prequel. Uh, it's dead. This yeah, be it would nice. be. I was kind of hoping we'd get a Tormund Hound spinoff of like a sitcom, but oh, like yeah. it's like a laugh track. It's like a laugh track sitcom, and they're just like you know, like kind of like work. King of Queens or something. Yeah. There's a baby the, involved the, in this. It's a White Walker yeah. baby. Yeah, the ginger and the hound, or some shit like that. <laughs> like the fox yeah, something the like that. That'd be fucking great. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. C well, words. Yeah, cunts and big was the big woman here, and uh, <laughs> I'd pay him a lot of money to see that. I don't want to, dude, because the predictable sequels are like Robert's Rebellion. Dude, mm. we know the outcome of that. Um, they're like, game. oh, ten thousand. 10,000 years ago, talk about the, the the children of the forest and how the first White Walkers came about. Ah, eh. White Walkers, White Walkers were wasted. They weren't even that interesting. The Night King, there was no backstory on the Night King much other than like, oh, he was, they wanted, we needed to kill humanity because, and then we, so we created the White Walkers. But why did you need to kill humanity? Yeah, they, they were, came from Esso, they came from Essos, and they decided to like wipe us out. Yeah, that's not a really good why? story. That's, yeah, but why did they want to wipe you out? There had to be a reason. Yeah, we knew what Maybe they wanted to do, but we never found out why. And the Night King never spoke. And they built up this well, character literally from episode one. Right, and he somehow gets killed by Arya, who uh, right. found a way to do teleportation. And just somehow yeah. kill him in the middle of the courtyard oh, while yeah. he's surrounded sudden, by walkers. Right, she's a hundred, a hundred five pound chick. All of a sudden, just gets lost in train and lost in the shuffle. She jumps out of a tree and she teleports like she's fucking Doctor Strange. Super um, speed, super speed, and she stabs dude in like with her cat like reflexes. But this dude's like a ten thousand year old being waiting for years to take over and create the Long Night again. But Arya somehow stops it all Saves from happening day. but i'm willing OP. to bet yeah i'm willing to bet that the night king has something some weird boring like origin and it's like christopher columbus showed up from essos and gave them smallpox blankets and that's why they're <laughs> mad and they created the white walkers damn you christopher columbus maybe the aria spinoff is her like being a fucking like pirate or something i don't want she aria discovers off she just she discovers Neverland or something. I don't know. 
she runs into Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Want to pet my monkey? I don't yeah. know. Michael Jackson isn't in the girls, right? Um, you know? No. No. He's no. I don't know what he's in. I don't really. I'm I really don't even Jackson know. Fans. I kind of think I kind of think he was if he did wasn't into little boys. I think he was just kind of like asexual. He did marry Lisa Marie. Yeah, but that's publicity. Mm, yeah, he was the king of pop, king of rock's daughter. Brand Stark. Anyway, easily the man. worst character somehow became the He's, king. So somehow the he had the best kid. story, according to Tyrion. Yeah. Yeah, well, he has the best story, and he has like the he's the autistic kid that everybody's like, oh man, it's cool to see autistic kids become something, you know? And it is, but this like this is Game of Thrones, and this is not where how it's supposed to happen. He's just like, hey, um, while you're defending me, Theon, let me teleport into the watch people masturbate for a second or whatever it is. Like, let me go what turn into a let me go put. Go turn into a you know a bird and then like warg into a bird and like just hang out with the night king or something. His, his character was the least appealing. He literally sat on a sled or in a tree or in a wheelchair the entire series and did nothing but just blankly stare into the sky. The most interesting thing about Bran is when he got pushed off the fucking tower. Yeah, and when Hodor died, I don't know if you associate that with him. Oh, the most... door! No. Oh, no. he hold the door the whole fucking time. That's convenient. Oh God! Oh, I see what you. Oh, yeah, I see what you did there. Oh, but uh, no, Bran was interesting, but it's he's fit for he's fit for a king because he doesn't have real emotional ties to anything. He's just kind of like, I'm not a Stark anymore. I'm not anything. I'm just a three-eyed raven, and I know uh, all the history of Westeros, and I know the past, present, and future, and that's and I can see things coming. I can warg and stuff, and that was it. All right, there's so many other characters to cover, but who do you want to talk about? Just to make it a little more brief, we gotta talk oh, about Daenerys. I, gotta talk about Jon Snow. There's okay, still the Daenerys. She, we just we saw this in season two and that and the and the the, the 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 House of the Undying where she sh- had the premonition about her being covered in ashes, the Iron Throne being in ashes. I knew from then she was gonna be the Mad Queen. I knew. I said it. I was like, she's was not definitely gonna snow be. back then. Yeah, it's like oh, she. Snow, we yeah. knew. People were like, I can't believe it. But it was how she did it at like the last second. It should have been like drawn out, like how she started slowly turning. Yeah. She was just like, she's just like, I will not rule a house of ashes. And then Masandi dies. That Masandi dies, and then she gets really pissed. And then like all of a sudden she's just sitting there. The bells. She's like, okay, I'll stop at the bells ring. Like, okay, cool. It happens. Bells ring, and then she just heel turn, heel turn. That's it. I'm like, dude, that was so. Way too quick. Why wouldn't we just see a slow heel turn? Well, it seems like you changed your tone a little bit because we were going at it on Facebook and it seemed like you were okay with it at first. I was okay with it because I hated Cersei so much. Okay. But now I look at it, I look back at it and I'm like, we knew this was happening. And I was, I'm okay. I'm not innocent people dying. That happens in war. You know, that's war, right? Um, I mean, I'm not like, condoning it. It's just the, 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 the harsh reality of it. But she literally could have avoided that entire fucking thing. When people, like, civilians die, it's just by, by friendly, it's just by, like, fire. It's just by accident, you know? 
she was just like, eh, fuck this entire place. She's like, I, I think, I've seen, though, she's like, we, you, we kept you guys can eat all the, the red keep. And she just never went to the red keep. She just started Why off did, with the civilians. Yeah, she could have just flew directly in. She had, she defeated the scorpions. There was no, no ground troops were going to harm her in the air, right? She wiped out there's, the iron fleet within seconds. Somehow she couldn't do that no the first reason. time. She could have just went straight to the fucking where Cersei was and then burned it all down on the ground. Easy. And got searched. Easy. Everybody was like, the ground troops would have been handled. She still Easily. would have had to take out the scorpions first in the fleet before the troops would have given Yeah. But the, the, well, the troops would have eventually either would have gotten defeated by Jon Snow's men, Jon Snow and, and, and the Unsullied, uh, and the Dothraki, and that would have been it. But they, she was just like, nah, burn this entire fucking city. Why did you have to burn everyone? Your your ground troops could have handled everyone. I guess the golden, the she, gold- just, she just liked the smell of human flesh burning, probably. She, she she did she turned into her father he he was a turn into she turned into the mad she was the mad queen eventually and that's the way of it and john with transitioning over to john snow okay i don't understand why he had to go to the night's watch like uh, like to, gray worms like okay you have to go do this you have to go to the night's watch that's the that's the terms well gray worm was leaving anyway as soon as gray worm left he'd be like i'm oh, just kidding john yeah just come back it's it's cool you don't have to but maybe the, kick it with the wildlings. But that's what John wanted. John didn't want to be king, and he wanted to be free and do do everything he wanted on his own terms. And that's why he went back with the free folk. Because when they said, I don't, I guess Grey Worm didn't know this. I don't know how he didn't know, considering that he knew the the fucking wall was taken down by Viserion um, and the and the and the the Night King. He could have said he could have easily had said could easily said oh i know the, the, i know it doesn't work anymore i know there's no uh there's no night's watch but you are going to be sent to castle black you know anyway but he was just but he had no idea he didn't really know like i guess he didn't know like the free folk were like well there's no more night's watch and we're going to go be free folk so, like at the end john got what he wanted i guess i'm not happy day, i'm not 100% happy gray worm just kind of forgot he kind of forgot like i guess he just wanted to, he he it's kind of like he was like all right I know what you're doing, but I'm going to turn a blind eye to it. I think he was just more like, hear no evil, speak no evil, see no evil. I mean, as long as Jon Snow's happy, I'm cool with him getting banished to the yeah. beyond the wall. But uh, he's Brandon the king beyond the wall. That. He's fucking king. No, bring him, in like, bring him in like, no, I'm king. And well, you're going to go to war with all the Unsullied. I'm okay, cool. I could just warg into a dragon real quick and bring him back. And we'll circle can he back do that? and I'll just cry. Can I mean, he control he the in. dragon? I think so. He can warg into a lot of shit. He's the three-eyed raven. Why wouldn't he be able to warg and not warg into a dragon and be like, okay, well, I'm going to fry you all the Unsullied then. Well, he did say he could find him. He was going to look for him. That's what he said. I'm going to go look for him. Hmm. Drogon. My, my dude, Drogon. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, I don't... Uh, that, my story arcs are, as far as characters, I don't, I don't really care about the rest. Final thing. Did you like the fact that Drogon knew that the throne, Iron Throne was somehow responsible for his mother's death? Did that yeah. make sense to you? I like he I like he had that that he had the intuition. It just shows that the dragons are intelligent. Um he ought to be intelligent as big as he is. I mean, like he has to have some kind of a brain. When I saw um, it, I was like, uh I get I guess this dragon's smart. We had no evidence to show that this dragon kinda knew what the fuck was happening. He kinda just went with the flow, but I kinda wish yeah. we would have had a little bit more of that. But yeah. I kinda like this I like the symbolism of it. I do. Raised that way too quick for me. It was very anticlimactic, and I wish they would have at least drawn it out a little bit. She died in like the first 15 minutes of the final episode. Uh, it was it was anticlimactic. It was uh, o- underwhelming. 
and any other adjective you can use to describe it as far as being disappointing but like drogon looking at john about to think you're like okay john's fucked and he just sacrificed himself because drogon's about to fuck him up and then like he just i'm just gonna melt this entire thing well the throne is just a symbol honestly they can make a throne it could be a wheelchair if you wanted to be you know right it can be it can be in a well he's basically (laughs) i guess i consider that is his throne you know I don't know what I would choose as a throne. Probably the shitter. Um, yeah, golden or, toilet. Yeah, or I would choose the biggest fucking chair they're ever they're ever made. I would make. A, can I make a chair out of chairs? You the can iron invent chair. a lazy boy, maybe. Yeah. No, I, no, I would just instead like. of swords, I would just remake the iron throne with a bunch of other chairs. It sounds very uncomfortable. But then again, the iron yeah. throne looks uncomfortable. Yeah. Who the fuck would want to sit there? I heard it's actually in the books. It's actually bigger than it is in, in the show it's like huge it's like you have to fucking climb up it to get into it jesus christ that's someone yeah, yeah there's steps george george r. r martin well you know i heard he has a big i already has his dong is huge george r, r. martin this is her story how did you yeah, hear that uh uh fucking various memes uh various people talking on uh other like fan like reddit and shit you know george you know, r. R. like you, you know you can believe it George R. R. Martin looks like Ron Jeremy's grandfather. I don't. I don't want to picture his penis. Yeah, he looks like no. He looks like Ron Je- Ron Jeremy's grandfather's dick. Is what he looks like. <laughs> Ron Jeremy's a legend for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, he's um he's the man. Get it. He's a fucking. He's good to show you that you can battle through adversity no matter what you look like. <laughs> look like everything. Just do it was his motto. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Uh, just, just do it. Do it. Just, Another just thing. Stroke it. Another thing, why wasn't Jon Snow immediately killed after? How did they know that Daenerys was even dead? There was no body. Did he admit to it? Yeah, guy. you know how honorable he is. He's like, he probably told her, I killed the queen and I. She's you know, my queen. She's my queen. I don't want it. Uh, yeah, so he said two lines and then he deserved. And I think the other line was, come on, at the Night King and. Talking about and like I think he like had that awkward look at Ghost, but I'm glad he finally got to embrace Ghost at the end. Why was that such a big deal for everybody? Well, because we he was supposed to say goodbye to him in the the episode five. Mm-hmm. He was when he was leaving to go to King's Landing. He was supposed to like be like, "Yo, give him a pound or give him a pet," and be like, "Yo, you know, dog, I love you." And like he got nothing. He just like awkwardly stared at him. I think that happened because they just didn't want to do the CGI of him petting something that wasn't really there. And then they said, okay, we got to yeah, fix this. But he, but he hugged him. Yeah. And they hugged him in season six or episode six. He hugged him. He was just like, yeah, let's give an embrace that everybody fucking wanted. It was just weird. Fucking dog lovers. I didn't really care. I didn't give yeah. a shit about ghosts. No. All right. We got to do some yeah. recommendations and then we can wrap this thing up. Need a comic book to read or something to binge? Have you tried watching a cancel vlog series called Fringe? You into anime? Well, we got you with that because the shows we suggest are way better than this rap. Netflix and chill or Amazon Prime? The shows we watch are all certified time, so I'm sticking a fork inside this rap. Rep recommendations get hip today. 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 All right, so we're going to do recommendations. I'm going yep. to recommend Claws. I've been seeing these uh, ads on TNT for a while, so me and my wife decided to give it a look because uh, we were in the show hole 
where we binge watched a certain show we had nothing else so it was like let's check out claws it's kind of like weeds meets breaking bad and you got these um these nail salon stylists or whatever you fuck you call nail stylists and uh they're washing money for this drug dealer and craziness ensues and they got to sell drugs but they keep getting wrapped up deeper and deeper into this hole and the owner she wants to get out of selling drugs but she keeps getting dug deeper and deeper into this hole and uh, it just keeps getting better and better so I'm going to recommend Claws you can check it out on TNT because they know drama on TNT they know drama they know drama drama, but that's I don't think people are going to be watching (laughs) TNT for that they, there's another program they just they just signed on well, that's going to be coming on. No, that's going to it's going to be the return of something they lost long ago, eighteen years ago. They the TNT just grabbed a professional wrestling uh, promotion called uh, AEW, and apparently it's been making shockwaves throughout the wrestling world to, to challenge the WWE. So. Yeah, we'll see how TNT, that goes. TNT used to have WCW on it, so that's why they're they're kind of like, oh no, it's the next la 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 la. But you know, probably not. Monday Night Wars two. Yes, bring them back, baby. My recommendation is the Netflix original series, The Umbrella Academy. Now, it's not Marvel, it's not DC. It is based on comic oh. books. Yeah, it's based on a comic book. Um, about in in nineteen eighty nine. 43 women around the world gave birth simultaneously, despite none of them showing any signs of pregnancy. Anyway, they all had superpowers. This one millionaire playboy, not a playboy, millionaire, billionaire genius buys all of them. Yes, basically slavery, sort of. But not all of them, the babies, make it. I think that he winds up getting like 12 of them. And they wind up being, no, uh, no, six, I'm sorry. Six of them make it basically and they're all kids obviously and they all grow up in their own lives and they have like these weird superpowers anyway it's like the x-men but like less the, the it's like less loving like the, the professor x was uh their father their adopted father was kind of a dickhead yeah. but he died like he di- i think he died somewhere between the yeah he died before the first episode so the older brother has got like some kind of weird mutation where he's like half gorilla um, one can can see dead people. The other one can like uh, you know Ju- the girl that played Juno. She's in it. Yeah, she played uh, yeah, Ellen Page. Played, yeah, Ellen Page is in it. She's like she has like an unknown power. They don't really know yet. She was like she grew up not having powers, and they just treat. She was just like a normal kid, and then like her father treated her like a disappointment or whatever. But come to find out, she does have amazing powers. Okay, I'm not gonna reveal what that is, but it's a pretty good show. I stopped. I kind of I had to take a break from it because of uh, other shows I was into. But I, that's I've already recommended the shows that I'm currently watching. But this Umbrella Academy is something that if you're not looking for something different than Marvel and DC, Umbrella Academy is yours. A dude. How many seasons? Is that is that? And right now it's only one season. Yeah, so there's only been one season. It's already been renewed for a second season. Good, because I don't want to so, get involved in a show and it gets canceled. I hate when that happens. So I'm always scared to watch a show in its first season but i'll check it out i hear you yeah man definitely do one kid is uh he is missing because he time traveled into the future and he comes back to band them all back together because he saw devastation and armageddon pretty much wherever timeline he was in and he has to be like okay guys we got to do this to stop it yeah but we know how that works you're just 
it's two different timelines now. So whatever happens in the future still happens, but in your timeline, you avoid it. So yeah, if still we learn anything. From, we learn anything from a fucking uh, end game in Infinity War and Back to the Future is that you don't mess with the space time continuum, friend. You know what I'm. You know what I hate about Endgame? We didn't see Captain America return the Soul Stone and see Red Skull. I kind of wanted to see that. Yeah, he'd be like, "Hey, wait, don't I know you? Wait, oh, and then it just cuts the black. Like this is awkward. That would have been a great yeah. mid credit scene. Yeah. Huh. Well, this is. Oh, it's you. This. This is awkward. Yes. Um. Hey, Black Widow's okay. dead. Fuckface. <laughs> yeah. Discuss the black. Haha, uh-huh, your girl's dead. That's it. Fade the black. I right, jerk man. it to your girl every night. I jerk it to your girl every night. Oh, that's it. Cut the black. Her dead body's <laughs> still down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, come fall all the way down. To her body. What did you just do? Don't Off worry about down. it. Isn't she dead? Yep. Don't worry Ghost about jizz. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Is I'm it red? Turn the soul stone now. <laughs> Be on my way. Kick, kick her uh, uh, Yeah. It's been yeah. fun having you back on the show. We talked about a lot of stuff. Covered a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I should do this. Should do this more often. So if <laughs> if someone wants to reach you. How can they find you? They can find me at mingmag.com. That's my website. You can find me at Wade Savage uh, at, on Instagram, or excuse me, Pride of Savages on Instagram. And it's uh, Wade Savage uh, at Wade Savage on Twitter. You can also find Ming Mag on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Mint G Mag is the, the handles on both Twitter and Instagram. And just manliness is next to godliness on Facebook. I'm on Facebook as well. We got some uh, good material coming away. Check out, check out my uh, videos, Savage Tries. Soon I'll be trying to do new things throughout the course of the year. Do some, do some challenges. Do some, I'm going to do some stupid shit. And then uh, I got I do my weekly video series called uh, Mornings with or, uh, Savage Mornings. That's uh, something I do in my car, and I just come off, kind of find something. I go off kind of a rant about funny rant about it. And then Savage uh, Speaks is when I just – have a random thought that I like to share with you guys uh, on the back deck of my house watching my kids play. So if you're into that kind of shit and you like watching people fucking rant and you like hearing me talk, I don't know. Sometimes I don't like hearing me talk, but you know, it's fun sometimes, I guess, for some people. I encourage you. I invite you to uh, follow us and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Manliness is next to godliness. We're Ming Mag. And that's it, boys and girls. Thank you very much for listening to me. Yeah, check him out. He's going to uh, really um, hand it to some jujitsu guy who wants to beat up people's parents so that's yeah that's my next video i got something for that guy also um since the last time i was on here uh i have started doing jujitsu again i had to take a long break due to injuries and uh, nagging injuries and also get my body strength and conditioned um i'm trying to shred for the summer um and you'll be talk. i'll be talking about health and fitness I'll be talking about anything that makes me mad, like douchebags who pretend to be martial artists, but also, you know, try to be bully people, uh, bully the general public. I don't fuck around with people like that. Yeah, we don't have time for bullies. Yeah, you're, usually, you're usually weak if you got to pick on weaker than you. Like, yeah, not even just weaker, just someone who like, you know, oh, you don't train. So I'm going to fucking test you while you're in front of your kids. Ah, That's fucking weird. I know, I know, like the end result to a lot of that shit. You know, there's a lot of crazy people out there. Anyway, 
Watch. I'll, I'll explain just it on my the video. video. Just watch, watch the video. Just watch the goddamn video, motherfuckers. All right, guys. You can reach the show at almostfirstpod at gmail.com, almostfirstpod on Instagram, almostfirstpod on Twitter and Facebook. You can reach me at C Kibbles on Instagram, C Kibbles on Twitter. I'm Chaz Kibble on Facebook. You can email me at chazkibble92 at gmail.com. And as always, you've been listening to Almost First Pod. Be the first to listen to Almost First and tell your friends. Wait, we out. We out. Ah. Aren't you petitioning about the fucking hungry, the starving, or the you know the poor, and the yeah, but I it's not entertaining. Other, I know, but other problem. Yeah, I know. Fucking childhood <laughs> hunger is not entertaining, and I'm hey, I'm sorry, Chaz, that it can't be entertaining. Fuck about those. Fuck them kids. Uh, fuck them uh, kids. <laughs> Fuck those kids, bitch. I want my fucking season. I want my season not a Game of Thrones, motherfucker. Brought to you by CDK Productions.